Hi, and welcome to episode 106 of Extreme Peter UK Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and today on the show we have... Greg Gamer 25 here to talk stuff. And ants in your pants. Welcome, welcome, welcome in, everybody. How are you all today? I know you've been enjoying the stream for the last 10 minutes because we've ruined it, but now we're actually live, <laughs> fresh, and we're in the room. What have you lot been up to this week? Oh, man, playing games, working, playing games, working. <laughs> working, playing it. games. Hold on, oh, man. Mostly, mostly playing games if I can get away with it. I have been working like a dog. I've done I am a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seventy hours of last week, um, and I was around the house the other day. We were doing my PC, weren't we? Yeah, man. Um, oh yeah, that was that stream. Well, it was right. Yeah. I was trying to say quickly. Cautious me games. Cheers for that sub. It's much appreciated. Four months, and I'm your longest subscribed channel. Wicked dude. We love that man. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So basically, just running over what happened over the last week or so. Um, me and Ant thought we'd try something new out on my um, Patreon. Basically, I do builds or whatever, whatever work needs to be done. If you can get me the computer here, I'll do you the free work. I'll make a video out of it. We'll either Twitch stream it or we'll make a video and then we'll put it out. And Ant was the first to test that. So basically what we've done is he brought his monstrosity of a PC back end. The front looks well nice, don't get me wrong. But the back end of it was just Listen, absolute. Horrendous. His name's Ant's in your pants. And that's the reason why. It's because the back of his computer, the cables were everywhere. And literally, I planned the whole day to do his build live on Twitch of doing all the cables. Literally, I'd done it in two hours, though, so it was well fast. And then we got down to the pub, got a nice big burger and a beer and that. Um, but, yeah, so we'd done that. Um was pretty cool. And it was, it was we had quite a lot of people watching us as well, so which was pretty good. Um, yeah, that was good fun. So we'd done that over the weekend. Um, and then there's just a few things I want to talk about before we get into the stream is... Um, so I've been streaming Fallout 76. A lot of you have been watching Fallout 76, but I sort of got to a bit well rage. Uh, what do you call it, Gray? Uh, Rageometer. The Rage. <laughs> Gray's named it the Rageometer. Basically, where I'm streaming, and I get to the point where I'm like, look, I've had enough of this, and then I just piss the game off. Um, so what I've done is the last stream was a bit boring. So I'm sorry for that, everyone. It was pretty much us looking for a new game, um, and we couldn't find one. But I, I'm happy to say now that I actually have got a game I'm going to stream through the week. I don't know what order they're going to be in yet, but literally we've got into the um, testing of New World, which we're going to talk about in a little while. We've got uh, F1 2020, which Ant, you you like brought that in to say about how yeah. to managerial and stuff. Um, so there's that. Also, um, what's the name of that game again? I've just been playing. Uh, Fall Guys, Fall Guys. Um, which is well funny and on stream. So I'm going to do some on stream stuff for Fall Guys, which should be pretty cool. Um, so my stream will be, my next stream will be tomorrow, uh, UK time, midday, 12 o'clock. 12, is it PM or AM? Is that PM at that, at that time or is it's it AM? PM, yes. Man, yes, I'm so pants. AM, AM would be interesting. I should be called something in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine it? Like, I'm like, everyone turn up at my 12 o'clock AM and then like I start streaming, no one turns up and then that's because they're all at night time. Um, but yeah, uh, so we also done over the last week, we did uh film night. Uh, we invited everybody to come and watch film night. I think there was about 10 people, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, eight, eight, nine, ten, whatever. Yeah, and we all watched we watched Cockneys vs. Zombies, which was well funny. Like, I thought that was a good film. I never yeah, heard man. of it until you turned me on to it. It was really funny. I really it's enjoyed that movie. So bad, it's good. 
<laughs> exactly. But yeah, that happened. Um, Gray, I believe you want to talk a little bit about um, Division, your your clan night or whatever. Yeah, I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, everybody join our Discord. And uh, we have a Division 2 clan night every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. UK time. It's been going on for about five, six weeks now. And it's apparently a big success because we always have at least eight, ten people in there. And we break up into teams and we have a good old time for a couple hours. So join us. Cool, cool, cool. Right, should we get straight into this? Um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. We've got a few questions. Um, got quite a bit of uh, news and stuff. Um, and I've just noticed that uh, I have actually put all my notes in the wrong place. So what <laughs> I'll do is I'll let you t- you crack on with the news, Gray. And is that a wasp behind you? It's a fly, man. I don't know where it's come from. Yeah, or what's that a wasp? That'd it came out of your hair, dude. Is, is it, <laughs> how, how big is it, man? Is it dive bomb? Look, if anyone listening to this can't see it, you can watch it back either on Patreon or if you're a Twitch subscriber. But like, <laughs> and it's literally like there's a fly buzzing around his head, and he's like, it's like a cat looking at a fly. Do you guys remember the episode of um, Breaking Bad with the fly? That's what I feel like right now. I yeah, yeah, like, that, I, I just thought that was pointless. The whole thing, the whole episode, just about a fly. Yeah, you know why they made that episode, right? Because the budget was running out, so they just wanted one episode that they could make where it's all in one location. So that's where that episode come about. Is that really? Yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable! A program like that, and then like budget's running low, so they like yeah. literally. This I know someone's like, I oh, know, oi, Bill, let's just put a fly in a room <laughs> <laughs> where he's making crystal meth. Well, make but sure yeah. that fly isn't really big because it could be a horse fly, and then those those hurt. No, I've never been bitten by one of them. Yeah, I no, have. I just a house fly. It's just you do look pretty it. scared of it, though, Ant, to be fair. like You do look like you're all crouched down and you're like like ducking and diving away from it. Do, and that. do you remember the movie uh, The Fly, Ant? All I remember about that film, The Fly, is at one point his ear falls off and loads of wax pours out. Oh. <laughs> That's the only bit I remember. Or where he turns inside out, where he transports from one to the other. I'm older than you guys, so I remember the original movie. And I remember mm. when, having nightmares when I was a kid about that. It was, like, definitely but one I of do, the scarier movies. I do remember the end, where there's, like, a little spider web, and there's a fly, and then he's like, help, help me, help. Yep, yep. <laughs> Very famous scene. Help me. Man. It's like in the spider <laughs> I remember when they took the, took the mick out of it on them Simpsons. Where Bart uh, don't watch Simpsons. Oh, man, what's wrong with you? I've only watched actually maybe a, a couple of seasons of it too. And, and and it's good. It's good. I just, I don't know. I just never kept up with it. But it's been on, what, 30 years now? Yeah. So long, 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 long. That's the longest I, running um, TV show of all time. Yeah. Continuous TV show. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And a lot of the same people all doing the same. The voice is that long. Yeah. Apart from years, all the ones that got told they're racist and then they all got kicked. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of them passed away too. Uh, can you imagine doing Homer and all the other voices for 30 years and your voice doesn't even crack you still sound the same I mean I'm not being funny yeah if you're in Simpsons and you're a voice actor you're walking around in your daily life doing that voice to everyone yeah (laughs) that's what I'd be doing anyway right let's crack on great I believe you've got the first bit of news you want to talk about yep I just want to tell everybody that uh, enjoys Borderlands 3 like I have they apparently have now uh, coming out with the new DLC. This is the fourth one, and it uh, it's called the. Uh, well, I want to be careful how I say this, but uh, it's called Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. I didn't I didn't say the bad one, but that. But is it called Borderland. the bad one though? 
No, no, I just want to make sure that I didn't pronounce no, no, it wrong. No, no, but you're covering that up just for the stream. Yeah, yes, but I didn't want them to So think, the real one yeah. is a swear word? The real, no, no, actually it isn't. They actually did the, the word that way. They actually do it like it, Plus W? Yes. It's fan. No, no, no. They did fantastic Fuster Cluck, exactly like that. That's but that, that's in Badland. That's in Borderlands tradition. They always do that uh, with a lot of their stuff. So this is the fourth DLC. Um, the DLC has been great. The last one, the Western one, I forgot the name of it. I think uh, it was Blood something, but it was really good. And this is a new one. Apparently, there's going to be a new playable class, which is going to be pretty cool. It's uh, they're bringing back the Madman who first appeared in Borderlands Two. Okay. So he's coming Have back. Have you played this. Borderlands 3? Have you two both played it and completed it? I haven't. I have, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm near the end. I haven't completed it at all, but I have did played you, some of the DLC. Did you play Borderlands 2? No. I played the pre-sequel, and then I jumped into oh, Borderlands poor 3. poor you, man. Poor you. I tell you, man. I it's played great, about though. an hour in number 2. You played about an hour? I've played yeah. Borderlands 2, like, I swear, every time I came to someone, I was like, oh, what game are you playing? They're like, I'm well up for playing Borderlands. I said, which one? I've completed number one. I've completed number two. Number three weren't out at that point. Um, and I'm like, but if you're up for it, number two was probably the best one. And they're like, yeah, let's, let's do number two. I'm like, all right, cool. So then there's that bit at the beginning with the snow, isn't there, yeah? And it's like, I play for an hour or two. And basically what happens is that person then gets bored of the game. Don't, don't see them ever again. Next person comes along. You want to play Borderlands with me? I'll be like, yeah, I'm well up for Borderlands. I get into that first hour again. And I swear... I played the first hour of Borderlands like 20 times. It's just enough just to kill me off it. Um, but yeah, Borderlands 2 was different because in Borderlands 2, they brought out a lot of live stuff going on. So there was actually a, I can't remember it because it was so long ago, but actually, actually doing like live hunts where they'd be like, right, there's uh, this boss live at the moment with a special weapon or whatever. And people would go and try and find it at like Halloween and stuff like that. Um, and they kept releasing stuff all the time, so there's always stuff to do on there. But, like, is Borderlands 3 the same as that, or is it literally you complete the main bulk of the game and then it's a DLC, you complete the DLC, it's another DLC? Well, I mean, the, the DLCs, I've actually played a couple of them, and they're almost like separate things to themselves. I mean, it's all part of the Borderlands 3, but it's not part of the main storyline or anything. It's its own little tangent it goes off on. The oh, Western right. one was really good because it, it did something completely different with the whole Western theme and uh, at least the way Borderlands does it. Um, and the one thing I've always loved about Borderlands and, and this game, Borderlands 2, the humor is just really good. There yeah, is yeah. so much writing in it. They write so much material. Yeah. That but I, I feel can't... like Fallout 76 is trying to go down that route. Like you've got this little girl called Rara um, or Riri. Rara. I, I think know. it was Rara. Rara. Yeah. But... Um, it's got the whole Borderlands feel. Like, they've tried to take that jokey side of it and put it into it. Um, mm. Magic Gaming just said uh, they have events as well, like Halloween and stuff. So they're keeping sure. it, like, proper up-to-date and fresh. Uh, it's funny because I actually got Jansen to do me all of these um, Borderlands free overlays for the stream. I, I, saw, I saw them. They're nice. They're good. Yeah, with all guns that come out and everything and all the roses around there and everything. And then, literally, I never played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> But I might use them because what the plan is is it's not hundred percent yet. But I might when the kids go back to school on the fourth of September, I might actually set up stream downstairs as well. And me and my missus might do a dual stream where we play Borderlands three, two players, and we play together and we play through that, that game on stream. Um, so I'm keeping Borderlands three just for that. Sorry, that'd be good to watch. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. 
Um, but then what will happen is every time I'm not on, uh, like she's not on stream, no one will watch me. And they'll be like, well, we don't want to watch you, you ugly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, just, just so you know, it, the DLC premieres uh, September 10th. And the one that I was talking about, the, the previous one was Bounty of Blood. That was the uh, Western theme one. So it's been really good. And if you're into Borderlands 3, I would advise picking it up. It sounds like it should be good. Uh, I believe it's going to be $15, whatever that is in pounds. Uh, for the DLC, unless you had the uh, uh, season pass, then it's free. Yeah, no, but definitely should be good. To be fair, for me, if I do play Borderlands Three, I'm not the kind of person that would buy all of it and then just play. It. I'd I'd want to complete the main. I'd want to play them as they came out. So I'd complete the first main game, then I'd complete the next DLC, then I'd do the next one, and I'd probably do that all on stream. It's the most logical way, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, and me anyway. Well, the good thing is with the DLC, when you complete the main, you could always go back someday and stream DLC whenever you want. But the good thing is I like about Borderlands is, is they give you the option to go and do whatever missions you want to do. But what mm -hmm. it is, is you have to have the difficulty rating. You have to have the XP. Like, they'll let you do a mission that's really, really hard. But then it's going to be really, really hard. But then if you do a couple of side missions between that, then it will be like, right, this it's now medium to do that mission that was really hard you know so it's just right. a bit more time like farming and then you can go back and do it easier so makes sense but yeah like i'm, I'm definitely up for borderlands 3 um and if a lot of people on the in the community are like oh play borderlands 3 we want to see it but um like i said i've got a lot of games to play right now now on stream which is good because minecraft dungeons i was finding that really hard because i was hitting the ceiling of viewers so i was getting 20 to 27 viewers on on fallout 76 and then mm. and it was growing rapidly. And then all of a sudden I changed to Minecraft Dungeons to have a bit of a change up. And it's like the max you see on there is like 18 people or 15 people. So I was hitting that ceiling and then it was just like I couldn't go any higher than that, you know? A bit annoying. Mm. But like Ant, Ant was honest with me, man. He rang me up after my stream on Friday and he was like, Nick, I've got to tell you some stuff, mate. Your stream was boring <laughs> today. And I was like, I appreciate your honesty, mate. <laughs> I was still there for you. <laughs> We're still there for you. And, uh, uh, Jansen said the same thing. But Jansen thinks I'm boring every day anyway, so it makes no difference to him. But yeah, what's your next what? bit of news, dude? That's why we kept going, the cheers going, because we had to get that siren to go off every so often to wake <laughs> people up. <laughs> uh, the other bit of news was, uh, of course, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we have to wait a while before we see the second season of The Witcher. But in place, they do have a documentary. So apparently there is a half-hour behind-the-scenes documentary with the cast and crew talking about how, how they made the show, their experiences with it. So that'll be a little bit of something. When's that, that come uh, out? That's, uh, I believe it's already hit Netflix, um, so you can check it out. I've not seen that. Uh, when did it hit Netflix? It's called Making of the Witcher. Uh, they have a trailer out and everything. I'm, I'm not seeing any premiere dates. I think it's already there. Usually when they announce, they do it. So you might as well want to check that out, see if it's any good. There's some scenes of uh, Henry Does Cavill it, getting his got any spoilers or anything? No, no, no spoilers. It's completely a, docu a documentary about the first season. Just oh. stuff that they went through and whatnot. Um, also, CD Projekt Red announced a new mobile game called The Witcher Monster Slayer. So now you'll be able to play a new Witcher game, apparently. I guess The Witcher's in it, otherwise they wouldn't call it that. But whatever. On mobile, though. Yeah, mobile. That's the only bummer, because I hate mobile games. I um, hate mobile games. It hurt my eyes, man. That's why I've got these massive glasses on. I mean, I might try just because it's a Witcher, or unless you can... Didn't they have a way to emulate mobile games on your PC? That would be horrible. 
Sorry. No, I mean, if, if, I, if I wanted to play it, you could blow it up bigger on the, you know, on your monitor and play it. But isn't that like Pokemon it. Go, but for the Witcher? I, that's what they're saying, but I doubt it. I don't think it's going to be quite well, like hold that. Hold on, but... hold on, I'm lost. I wasn't listening. Pokemon Go for the Witcher? Yeah, so basically There's... you walk around and then you In real life, Google Maps? Yeah, yeah. And then monsters jump out at you. Like, oh, then I'm not doing that. I can just I'm see Gray over the park. Where the no, kids with the swings. That. That's okay. That, that, <laughs> that game That's is okay. Has anybody I'm, seen this this monster? <laughs> Yeah, I can just see. I, if that's true, and that's how you play the game, then I'm definitely not going to be playing uh, it. But man, sorry, sorry, uh, great Man City. Cheers for that sub, man. Twenty six months, dude. Appreciate wow. that, man. All right, Man City. Twenty six. That's pretty good. Twenty six, man. Time, man. I'm you... think I'm doing nineteen, so I'm like seven behind. Man City literally owns me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's going to call you up later and say, "Nick, listen, you got to change a couple things in the show." <laughs> yeah, I've got shares in this now. That's yeah, right, Man City. Man. Do you think you're going to get messy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so look for that documentary and get your somewhat. Yeah, I might watch that. Picks. Or rewatch the whole season again. It's always, you know, fun to do too. Nah, I can't, do, a... I can't do watching things twice. The only thing I, I don't, can watch... I don't usually it depends. It's really annoying I mean... for me because, like, if I play a really good game, like, say, I've got a nostalgic game from when I was a kid, like, I go back to XCOM and. Transport Tycoon, but it's never the same as when I first played them games, man. Yeah, but that's a game, though. I, I think with and you're right because I don't really go back and replay games generally could, ever. If you could delete a game from your mind and go and play it fresh, what would it be? Witcher Free. There you go. <laughs> you <laughs> asked, oh, I had to tell you, it would probably be that Final and Fantasy also, and also uh, Doom, uh, the new Doom would probably be the other one. You two have such yeah. cardboard answers, man. I don't know what I that means, know. but it Final sounded Fantasy right. Seven. Well, this is the thing that I read. I think I talked. We talked a little bit about it last week. Was that they supposedly are building Cyberpunk 2077 to be highly replayable? Really? They said that. Yeah, they said that when you pick a different character on, on let's say your next go round and play replay it, you're supposed to come up. There's supposed to be uh, uh, different storylines going on that deviate quite a lot. Yeah. Apparently, from the main story. So they're saying they did it on purpose because they wanted you to go back and experience the game. Maybe not all new, but New-ish. Yeah. Um, Man City just said, uh, Gray, do you know I used to be on the show? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I've been listening to the show (laughs) for a while. I wonder if um, they're going to do it in a similar way to what South Park done, where if you choose a black character, the game's harder. Really? Yeah. How did they not get in trouble for that? I don't know, but yeah, it's true. Like The the darker your skin in that game, the harder the gameplay is. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. That is naughty, man. Yeah, very naughty. <laughs> How do they get away with it? Oh man! Everyone, everyone's just like silent. <laughs> Good story. Jack's uh, is like, I used to be on the show too. Just saying, boring over and over again. But Jansen, you're slightly more tans than me. Was it harder for you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, we, should do, we should we should have a uh, well, we should have done it on the 100 show, but anyway, we should do a Hall of Fame show where we have like we have uh, everybody on. Yeah, everybody, more or less, except for a couple we don't want. But other than <laughs> that, everybody, come Trev. on. Yeah, Trev, and and we'll have a couple people come on and just go, hey, you know, relive the old days or something. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. Maybe, maybe not. Wow, Man City, <laughs> Man City just bought me a beer. Cheers, Man City. Right. Appreciate that, dude. 
Look at all them bits. Excellent. And you you shared your... I've never seen that. So, oh no, 10 emotes shared. So the cheers are shared to reward 10 others in chat. Nice. Cheers for that, Man City, man. So we got 10 new emotes? Cool. Nice. Is that only used during the course of the show, right? And then they revert back or something? Um, I'm not sure. Or, or once you get them, <laughs> you don't lose them. Don't Thank you for the Chinese, mate. I didn't pay for your Chinese. You paid for your own Chinese, dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, because what happened is um, that one. <laughs> this weekend, uh, Man City was down for some work in London. Um, and basically, we've been mates for a long time. So he was like, I was like, look, just come stay at my house, dude. Don't get a hotel. So he came around here. We had a Chinese. Um, and then in the morning, we, he just left well early. And it was a wicked no, wait, time. I, I got to so, ask you a question, though, because I've, I've known when Man City was typing it. And I know you just said it. What is it? I had a Chinese... What? You, you had some Chinese uh, dinner. You had a Chinese. You said, I had a Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a little weird. I had a Chinese little baby. You know, what is he going on about? I've you never heard you and food, man. What is it? Anything to I do have... with food with you, dude? And no, it's just it's like really weird. It's not the food. It's the, it's a, it's a Well, you ain't heard no one say, I went for Chinese. I went for Chinese, but not I went for a Chinese. Why? I had a Chinese. But that's what I'd say. I'd say I went for Chinese. Right, but you're saying uh, 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 every time. So? Never mind. <laughs> what is it? Man, my stream, every time it goes live, Gray gets the people going, man. It comes in. I said, yeah, and my missus just brought me well, a that's... bacon sandwich. He's like, ugh, it's got tomato sauce in it. It's disgusting. That's right. But everything <laughs> else looked good. It should have mayonnaise, lettuce, and cheese. I like that. Uh, what was the sausage thing that they... You, I don't know. It wasn't your sandwich. I don't know who put that in there, but it was looking really good. It was a sausage on top of the egg with... Uh, oh, yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, that egg. was my fry-up. Oh, that was good. That looked good. That was a real fry-up. You won't see that in America, mate. Well, you see other things here. Come on, man. Come on, yeah, chicken. Stuff, what you see there is is a chicken in a can in jelly. No. I grow once. I grow once a week, so I have plenty of good stuff. <laughs> oh man, uh, Man City said a Chinese with no sweet corn. Man, extreme PC food, right now. It's all going <laughs> off in the chat. Gray like sausage. That's all it's saying. Good. Gray, this is a UK podcast. You should learn you should our, lingo our lingo and food. Well, I have been for you know over the course of time. But, you know, you guys hit me up for weird Americans the uh, slangisms too. So we need uh, to crack on, man. This is getting out of hand. See what Mercian put in here. I, I went for an Indian. <laughs> well, what we say, now, What's wrong with that? That's what we say, dude. What would you say? Would you, oh, went, hello, darling. I, I went, went for a no, Chinese dinner. No, I went on a Tuesday. No, I went for an Indian. I went for an Indian food. No, I went. But he didn't say that. It doesn't say food anywhere. Never mind. <laughs> it just <laughs> we're devolving quickly. <laughs> someone, someone in chat, please put something in here and sort Gray out. Like, just tell him. I, I just write, shut Italian up, Gray. <laughs> yeah, Look at this stuff. Italian. Did you beat the Indian up? I smashed an Italian earlier. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> when you say you smashed an Italian earlier, what do you mean? Because that has different terms. Careful, I'm Italian. Careful. Which way was he or she facing? <laughs> uh, Man City's coming in with a 38 bits now. Like, this is very, very particular. 38 bits. 
Thanks, Jan- Jansen. Jansen says, Grey, pack it in. Comic Lads has no comment. Right, let's move on. Um, you got any more to say about The Witcher or are you all good? I'm all good. We're time for All right, cool, cool. So, Ant, you've got a few bits of news to talk about, dude. Yeah, a couple of bits. First one I wanted to say, I know we all love a free game. So, Epic Store are giving out uh, The Hitman. Um, that's the 2016 release. I wouldn't um, bother. It's a pretty good game. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's playable. Not bad at all. It's a good game. Nah. Yeah, it's, it's free. Right for free. Nah, just, just no. Free. Just free. No. Free. It's free, and I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? To it be fair, though, the so Hitman cool. series, I've never enjoyed it. Yeah, I like the old, oh. like the original ones on like the old PlayStation, man. Uh, is it? I say whispered PlayStation there. PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation. Uh, man. Yeah, nah. For me, Hitman free game is a free game. But I don't see the point of downloading it if I'm never going to play it. So, What's it? yeah. How it comes you missed your first bit of... How comes you missed out your first bit of news anyway? Oh, no, I'll just no, skip into that one because that's the quickest one. So, the next one, the next <laughs> bit, is... Um, next bit. So, Windows 95 celebrated its 25th birthday. So, I wanted to know what was your first operating system and your favourite operating system. Well, My first operating when... system would be DOS, I think, wasn't it? Is it DOS? didn't have an operating system it was where back mm. with the old forward slash run dot you had to put the whole thing in enter then put the, so like the 80s, C, I, I can't remember how you did it do you remember did you any of you do this can anyone in chat remember how you do it i can't remember it you used to have to select the drive by doing like forward slash c colon enter yeah. then it would do yeah, the then it would show you yeah, that yeah. drive and then you'd be like forward slash like the folder name and then you do like the computer game and then run. Do you remember that? Doing that whole key code, like just to play the game on a disc. Well, do you remember you had to put in, sometimes you had to put in a floppy disk to get it to boot up? That was weird too. To no, I don't remember disc, that. Flop- yeah, you had access to floppy to do something. I used to always it remember in, in school though when they bring out the giant floppy disk. The big ones, yeah, the real flimsy looking five and Yeah, you just want to frisbee that in someone's head. Oh man, those are very like, nice. They choose to hand in a three and a half inch floppy. <laughs> And how many megabytes did it have on it? Like one? <laughs> or something? Oh, I don't even know. Man, Magic's kicked it off again. I'm, I missed the last five minutes because my Chinese arrived. Go on, Gray. <laughs> Is that right? I'm not going into that one. <laughs> Gray's like, sorry, I missed the last five minutes because my meal arrived. My meal's here. <laughs> no, but I, I my first operating system was Windows 3.1. 3.1? That was my first. Isn't that, that the one back. where you was literally the front box of it is looking through a window? I don't know. I don't remember. The then first I went... one where they were actually windows, wasn't it? Like on the screen. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I think, and yeah. And I think the front box was an actual window, like a house, like a four, a window looking out to the field. I'm sure it yeah, was. I remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know if it was that one or not. I do remember, though, that they also put out uh, a commercial uh, version with Windows 3.11. No, I'm serious. And 3.11 actually ran better than 3.1. So everybody was trying to get it, you know, because it was only more for business at that time. Uh, But I picked up 3.11 after that and used it. And boy, was it. I had a hard time with those. those What about you, Ant? Which one for you, Ant? Did he do? Did you say that already? Ant's gone to sleep. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, my first one was 3.1, but my favorite was the XP. Oh, fuck. Oh, man, I hate XP. XP all the way. I mean, I liked XP for for what it was, but I mean, it was decent. It was good. It was good. A lot of but people liked XP into... because it found all the drivers. 
But nothing was as good after that until 10 came around, and then 10 was definitely better. But when uh, I, when I got back, sorry, Gray, when I got back into um, PC gaming and stuff, yeah, um, and I started, obviously, you start off doing like lower end jobs, don't you, when you get back into it? And uh, so I was doing repairs and that. Man, the amount of XP computers I was getting, and it was reformatting them and copying hard drives. Oh, man, I hated it. Or cleaning it up. And the thing with an XP PC is you switch the power button on, and then you have to go and get a cup of tea. I don't drink tea, but you have to go and get a cup of tea or do, or go and have a shit or something. But come back and it's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Any game you want to play that you had to load up on, on doing anything, it just took forever. You had to go do something yeah, else. Man. It was like, um, well, remember when the when the uh, World Wide Web finally started catching the on? The World Wide Web. I mean, there wasn't a World Wide Web like in the early nineties. I really, and then all of a sudden it started coming around soon after that. So everybody was still going into groups and talking through DOS and yeah, yeah, chat yeah. room DOS, and then all of a sudden this World Wide Web thing comes out, and it's like, what? Yeah, um, uh, a few people in the chat. Uh, letting us know what they've had. Uh, Cautious Me Games, he had Windows XP, so he's on your level, Ant. Uh, yeah. Vogan says uh, his first OS was basic from X, uh, ZX Spectrum. Man. <laughs> Windows ME, do you remember this one? Remember that? <laughs> White is like CDC colon, which is what I was talking about doing that. Yeah. Oh, Windows Magic was going to NT 4.0. I remember that. That wasn't supposed to be server software. Uh, but a lot of people picked up on that one too because it ran better. Usually, all the server stuff ran it better than the junk they gave us. Oh There's man! A message in the chat at the moment. I thought I thought someone said Vista, but then they was actually being sick. So it was cautious me <laughs> games, and he said Vista, and then the sick face. Yeah, like no, see, no, this... one's, no one's mentioned Windows Eight. That was a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because eight was junk. Eight point one was much better once they patched it up. Man, so... I think Jansen's in the channel today. And I think he's just come purely to grief, everyone. He's had a go at every single person so far. I've not been reading the comments out, but the last one is that my beard's ginger. It's not ginger, yeah. dude. It's that this bit's going grey again. This is the first point of grey. So No, I'm the first point of grey. I need to re-dye it. <laughs> oh, you're the 25th point of grey. 25th point of grey, right. <laughs> uh, Whitey says he loved I... XP. XP was good. It was really good until... And then there was stuff after that, not so much. And then finally 10. I, got I don't it down get it. Seven weren't bad. Jansen's first operating system was on a Mac. Um, that's nothing to be proud of, right there. And I would have never <laughs> have put that in there to tell everyone. <laughs> oh yes, Magic Gaming had what the it? same as me, the Amstrad four six four. Or I think my one might have been slightly different. I think I had that one as well, but I had the other one as well uh, with that hard disk drive. That's a tape drive, isn't it? Um... <laughs> oh God, tape drive. Jeez. Yeah, that's yeah. going back. I remember that. Right, let's move on anyway. Um, um, so you've got another bit of news, I believe. Yeah, just a quick bit of news. They reckon um, that Flight Sim, the new Flight Sim, is going to generate $2.5 billion over the next three years in hardware sales. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's like... It, wait, like hold on. Vital is. bit of info there on hardware sales, yeah, not so on the it's game. Gonna be, yeah, so it's going to be on like controllers and graphic cards and... PC upgrades and that sort of thing. So, how did, uh, do you know what I don't get about this? Flight Sim is suspected to generate, suspected to generate over two point five. You've written two point five dollars. 
possibly billion. I'm sure they'll get over two point five dollars. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Too. But like billion dollars. Um, the thing is, how can they ever test that? That's just some dickhead sitting in his office going, do you know what? I think they might get $3.6 billion from this. Like, how do they test it? How do they work? Someone tell me how they work that out. How do they get that number? They they could be basing it on the last time they did uh, Flight Sim. But there's no proof, is there? Well, I mean, if they pushed the envelope then. But then again, you could say that about Crisis then. Crisis pushed the envelope for everybody's graphics and whatnot. So they must have a lot of graphics card because of Crisis. All right, right? and so how do they work this out? Me, yeah? I've just bought, uh, like, um, Cyberpunk, and I bought uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. But I need a new graphics card for both of them. So I buy the graphics card, and basically I could be buying it for either one. What category do they put me in? Does Cyberpunk get the the tick? Who ticks the box? Who's making this info up? Of course Cyberpunk gets the tick because they're Cyberpunk. You know, that's the reason why they have all the hype all the time. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I want to know where they make, where they generate these numbers from. Come on, gents. They use maths. Is that your answer? They use maths. I can use maths. But like, where do they, how do they get these numbers? How do they know that anyone's spent that on the graphics card for that game? They don't. Or is it just they literally? It's probably based on the communities that played flight sims and stuff. Like how many people are playing them regularly. I reckon what they do is they just literally say it comes out on the 1st of September and then for the next two years until September 22, they just make out every single graphics card monitor and everything. They just add up all the numbers, a random number, and then they just go, yeah, that's how much it made. I can't see how they can prove it. I want to see receipts. Unless there's an awful lot of people out there that just love the flight sim. I mean, I guess... They never rang me up. They never rang me up and went, oh, Nick, you extreme PC can? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. "Uh, Did you buy your graphics card for flight sim? Yeah, I bought one. It was 1,500 quid. They ticked the box. (laughs) I, mean, I don't that get it. Over the edge. <laughs> this is just yeah, some guy. Some guy somewhere has just decided to come up with this info. I'm definitely going to go out and get my 3090 because of Flight Sim. That's it. Well, make I sure you tell really someone about it. Email them and let them know that you're in their category <laughs> box. That's what I'm doing, man. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> Jansen's answer is just they use maths. maths. It's just a guy in there. He's like, have you passed your GCSE in maths? Yes. All right, then you can be the guy that counts up graphics cards. <laughs> you, know, you, you know they say somebody that's good with numbers can make numbers say anything so there you go yeah, it's called a liar <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that too oh my god man i'm just catching up Crazy. with the chat and that uh comic clown says to be honest most people um uh most flight sim people like- only play flight sim i don't think that's true for this one i think that's gone right out of window for this one it's normally like that um, you get all the hardcore people that have got all their like flight sticks and they've got all their pedals and everything, the rudders or whatever it is. They've got all of that, and it's normally them people that get into this. But this one, I think, because it's been on Xbox Game Pass, everybody, every Tom, Dick, and Harry's like, actually, I could download it for free, so I'm just going to download it and see what it's like, you know. Um, and we're going to get into that in a minute in gaming as well, because another thing we're going to talk about about flight sim, something new. Um, but we'll get back to that in a minute. But Ant, is that all of your news? That is all my news for this week. <clears throat> all right then dude right let's get into some games then because we've got like a uh, quite a lot to get through today we've got a lot of different things to talk about um and we've got a few questions as well which are pretty cool um so basically i went to firstly um i'm not sure what to stream tomorrow yet um my choices are new world or fall guys so if anyone's got any comments they want to put in the chat like appreciate what would you rather see fall guys or new world 
But I want to talk about both of these games. So uh, just briefly, I know, Gray, you've played New World um, mm-hmm. and you know more about it. So I'll let you take over about where it's from, what it is and stuff like that. You've done 11 hours, but then I want to ask them some questions about it. Um, well, I played on the on the test. The preview is the one that's out now, and apparently, you don't bring your what you've done in the first uh, go round into it. Now they wipe the server, so you start over again. Uh, but basically, it's kind of like a it's it's hard to explain. It's in an alternate universe, but you're in like the uh, the, the swashbuckling era, uh, kind of pirates and stuff. I guess you want to really? call it that that type that type of era or, or colonial era, let's say. Um, but you, but you're also involved with magic and you're also involved with the, uh, a choice. In other words, when you get into the game, as you start getting past some of the original, the uh, beginnings, you're on a ship. Actually, the graphics of the ship are really nice too. And you end graphics up getting shipwrecked. Will stop a nice dude. Yeah. You, you, you end up getting uh, crash landed on an island and apparently the island is this other world or whatever. And as you go through, you see different skeletons and zombies and other people that are just uh, you know, ghosts and stuff or beings or creatures and things you got to try to get through. And you basically make your way into a camp. And once you get to the camp, uh, you meet the quartermaster there, I guess, at the camp. And you basically have to start deciding uh, what you want to do with your character. So you end up having to pick on three types of factions. One that's more into to melee with your weapons. One that's more into magic. And one that's more into a, like a more, more cultish, religious-ish, I guess, would be the way to explain it. Um, and once you join up on one of those factions, eventually, as you get play into the game, um, then you're going to be in that faction pretty much for good. So once you make up your mind, there's no turning back. The what only thing you, you can do, I ended up picking the straightforward uh, characters with the, I guess if you want to call it melee. I was sticking with the traditional weapons. Yeah, that's uh, me, man. You know, swords and muskets and I things. I don't like so, to go I, with magic and all that. It's too much hassle. I mean, I can see where there's some appeal to it, but but I. But I was kind of surprised when they said that you can't go into anything else once you pick it. Now, I think when the game comes out, I'm guessing you could have more than one character. So if, if you do have more than one character, then I guess you could play two two multiple characters and just pick one on the magic side of things. But I don't know. I don't know if that's going to actually happen. Uh, sorry, uh, I think my son just came upstairs and he like started talking. No, no so problem. I, so I couldn't. I, really, I, just... I couldn't listen to like the last ten seconds of what you said. Was you saying about the different worlds? I know you mentioned characters. Well, what's that, what I was saying is that they they won't let you switch factions once you pick, but I but they didn't say anything about whether there was multiple characters. So I'm assuming you could probably start a second character and then pick the magic faction if you wanted to. No, the way but to me, sorry, well, to me, I'm like you. If you're gonna pick one, you might as well stick with it because yeah, yeah. But the way, I, the way I saw it is because I came onto the game and I noticed one thing straight away, and that is that you got about. Like there's like twenty a list of like twenty worlds to join. Whichever mm. world you join, that character stays in that world. So mm, if you level okay. that guy up and you go melee, like with all your stats in that world, that guy you can't change him in that world. But you can go to another world and do like a magical character. But oh, if okay. you but if I want to play with you, Gray, we have to go into the same world. Okay. That so makes if you, sense, I guess. If you play on one world, I play on a different world, then it's gonna be really difficult. Um but that's something I didn't really like the look of because it seems a bit more hassle when it comes to us sort of like trying to match each other. Like, what if you're in one world and I'm in another world? If I'm wrong, someone explain to me. Uh, cheers, well, Caution we, Me Games, for that, man. For them bits. And, Appreciate that. And again, we, we don't know if it's going to stay that way. This is still a preview, so there's a lot more that's going to be done. The, the main game isn't going to premiere until the spring of 2021. 
So there's still a lot of things that can be done. That's a long time, man. Well, I want to see what they've done since the test that I did to the preview now. That's so I'm going to be playing it again just to see if there's anything different. I mean, I found the gameplay to be a lot of fun. I really did enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed leveling up the character. I enjoyed picking up some new weapons and so forth. Um, it's hard to say whether in the long run, whether the game's going to stay interesting, but so far I think they've done a pretty good job. The graphics are real good. I like this, the whole faction thing. Yeah. Now, supposedly what's going to end up happening, but I never got that far, is that once you're split up into factions, you ultimately are going to end up being at war with the factions. And supposedly it's going to be 50 on 50 when you get into these wars. Really? Um, so you'll be, doing, you'll, be, yeah, you'll be doing your quests, you'll be going on quests, you'll be doing missions, and then there's, at some point there's going to be a war, and then you're going to be 50 on 50. Now, whether you can not choose to do the war at all, I'm not sure. I think the idea is to lead up to the war, and then you finish the war, and then you, you, you go on from there. So there's going to end up being more than one war, I guess, against whatever faction. Yeah. Um, and they try to the, the NPCs in the game try to convince you uh, to join their faction. So they're kind of like you know, oh, join our faction because we're the greatest, and this is why, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of neat. They all make an argument for joining their faction, which is kind of cool. Um, the only thing that was I didn't like at all on the test really was when you went into the uh, trading post. Uh, you can actually trade and or buy uh, weapons and other things with other players, which I thought was cool. But the problem was the, the pricing, the way they had the pricing was totally messed up. Because you'd go in there and I want, I was looking for a musket. So I figured, all right, I didn't find a musket. I'll maybe I'll buy a musket. And there was guys in there selling the musket for like $2,000 and other ones selling it for like 50 bucks. Yeah, but and that's I'm down like, to player, isn't it? It's player interaction. That's good because it means yeah. if you find someone that, that's nice enough to put something cheap on there for you, you can get it cheap. But then Ant might go there and he's like, man, I really want that gun you've got, but he's got to find it cheap. That's, yeah, and I think it's. A, I think the the base the basic it's idea. It's giving you an economy in game. Yeah, I don't. I don't like knocking that. It was very difficult though to do the actual trade or do the actual buy. But then again, it was the test, so, so they in, may have proved sorry, that. Is, is it in game currency or is it real currency that you use? Oh, no, no, it's in game. In game. Yeah, yeah. It's not real currency. It's not I like mean, Diablo sure, Three. Believe me, I'm sure they're going to have a thing where you're going to you can pay to get a whole bunch of in game credit or something. I suppose, but uh, I didn't see that. Uh, but, I, I, but that'll put me off the game. That if they start putting in that it's like, oh, you can pay to win this game, I won't. No, play. no, no. I, I don't want to put words in their mouth. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm just saying that some other games, as you know, do something like that where they offer a pack or something and they give you this much stuff, and they include some in-game money as well as weapons or whatever. I don't know if that's going to happen, so I don't want to say that. Um, I thought overall, I guess if ten was the best, I'd probably give it a good. I. I found my experience a good eight. That's not bad for a test, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm well, hoping this is, this is one thing that, like, I like the fact that I've been able to been picked to to test this game. One thing I don't mm. like is I don't want to get too far into the game because obviously they're going to reset the servers, aren't they, before you start oh, again. every time. Uh, every so time. it's like for me, like I keep saying to people, if I play the game and I play it for two hours and then literally it gets that's it finished, but then I have to play it again. Next time it comes to it, I won't want to play it. So I'm I'm sort of tempted to I want to play it, but I don't want to play it. It's really weird. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. But the thing I is, I opened the game up because I haven't played as far as you. I've opened the game up and I've got to the bit where you get to the quartermaster guy, um, and you've had a couple of fights and you've done a few li- li- bits here and there. Not too mm-hmm. far in, literally like an hour in, 
and basically I really really enjoyed it everything about it I think the graphics are absolutely amazing I was getting on a 2080 I was getting like um, 90 frames so I was getting just yeah, under 100 um, I was getting a good frame rate in this game I was pretty happy with it yeah and it, it's like that it was so crisp crisp and smooth to play that I initially I didn't like the fighting the way it is because you've got it's a bit like um what was that um thingy hold on one second sorry it's like a squeaky door or something Spring, going there. it's just going right through my 2021. microphone but yeah it was yeah. it the controls were sort of like um oh what's that game where it's like medieval um the medieval open world uh Lord or um oh, what's or it called can't someone put the the medieval game the one that's realistic to there's a couple of them totally no, no, there's only one that's really good um it's not not ESO it's, no it's not it's it's like really high end graphics but the uh, controls deliverance right the kingdom come deliverance kingdom come deliverance now yeah, that yeah. game it's the same thing with that the graphics are amazing i really enjoyed the gameplay but then when it came to the controls it was really really annoying and on this when i first started i was like oh this is this is cuz i'm left handed i was like this is going to be a real pain to play with cuz basically you've got up down left right which is your wsad but then you've got q e and r uh, q f and r to do special moves with which i don't have for m3 buttons for me to do and i was mm. like should i just go to controller or not but then i sort of started doing it where i'm moving with one hand and the gunfight the the fighting with the swords and stuff actually it's very slow paced so you get to like like you can parry you can get your your um you can block yeah. and it gives you time to hit and move back and stuff like that and i thought actually it's not too bad it's not like kingdom come where you can just keep stabbing or you can just do a maneuver where you always block and hit block and hit and you can't get hit i thought it was pretty good and so as mm. i went further on i really really liked that about it and then once I got to that guy and I saw the missions, normally when you get writing uh, on a mission, I can't be bothered to read it. But I know this sounds really, really petty, but they have really big, smooth font writing. And yeah. it's really like nice to read. Um, it might sound really weird compared to your normal games. Where it's yeah, crunch, crunch I agree with you. Do, you. do you understand what I mean? It's like really clear. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like, oh man, I actually don't mind reading this. And there's no voiceover. So it's not like you're trying to read it and then the guy's talking to you and you're like, do I listen to him or do I just read it myself because then you find yourself reading it and listening at the same time um there's no voiceover so you can just sit there read it out like so if i was streaming it i could just read it out to the viewers um and it'd be really cool but i honestly feel like i haven't seen an mmo for a long time where it's this in depth it sort of feels like i'm at the very beginning of it and i can get stuck into this and keep up there with some of our newest players um especially if they're going to wipe it before the start so i'll get fresh ready to go when that game comes out i'm on it like i'm proper proper gonna get it i, I think so I just, too I, i'm like you because i i it, this preview i'm i was going like well i've spent 11 hours on the test do i want to go spend 11 hours again because essentially i'd have to spend that much time to get past maybe where i was before but yeah. then again then again though i'd like to see whether they changed some of the things good but, or bad but one thing and, and with that gray when you picked your world what world did you pick do you remember no not off the top of my head because it makes me wonder because i don't know the answer to this question when i picked my world there was about 
10 different worlds or whatever, like five different worlds, but then worlds had sub-worlds in them. So it was like, it would say it's this this world and this is the area, but it would have the same picture, but it would be a different area of that world. Mm. If, if say, um, you've played it when you started, did you start on a beach and then you had to work your way yeah. up to the top of the mountain? Yeah. So it's likely then that everybody's the same when they start. Because if it's just servers magic, I thought it might actually be different areas of their giant map. So if it says this bit, you'll start up on the top left or you might start bottom right and we will start in different places. Because um, that's for me, that was a really tough decision because playing the game and then having a multiple choice like decision of where I'm going to start. I'm like, well, is it the best? Is it the worst? Where's the best place to start? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to take a look at that when I play it again. A little more closer because I don't remember the exact world I picked. Um, remember when I did the test, it, there could be a lot different now. For all I know, uh, Magic Gaming says it's just servers, as far as he knows. Okay, then that that would make sense. Then I guess I don't think there's going to be any real difference. But the thing that you just said about if you're on that one server and you have your character, and that means you can't go off that server, so you have to always keep you always have to keep logging into the same server. Yeah. Because I've never known a game to do that. I thought pretty much it doesn't really uh, matter. No, there's, a, there's a few games that do that. That's how DayZ works. It's like you play this character on this server, and if you go to another server, it's a new character. But it will save your character on every different server. So say there's 10 different ten different worlds uh, or titles, you can build mm. a character on each one. And so like, if I start playing with you, me and you in the same world, we play the game. But then next time, Ant's like, oh, come join my world. I go and join his world level one, and that's a new character. But to well, get us all then. together, you, we all have to be in the same world. That's what I was going to say. So if you're going to co-op, you would have to make sure that you join that world. That seems kind of that seems kind of confusing. I mean, what if you're you're 20 hours in, and then I want to join into co-op, and I don't know, I can't get into your server, or I, you know, I'd have to find out the exact one. And I have to log into just that one. That that something doesn't seem right about that. Yeah, but that's how it'll be. So basically, I think the way it works, if you look, it was like low, pop, um, medium, and high. And I think what happens is uh, the the servers that are high, once you get to that, if you click on the highest populated server in there, you'll see that it's got a queue. And it will say you're 40th in the queue. If you want to join this server, you're going to be at 40. And then you're going to have to get in. But then if you go to the medium one it might be medium now but when that fills up you're going to get a queue on that one as well because everybody's trying to get back into the same server you know mm-hmm. it's not like you can take your character and just load it into the next server it's not going to work that's interesting i think that's to see how they handle that when the so game it's like if out. you're one of the first players to get into the game that server's always going to be full because everybody's been playing it and it also means like say they've got 50 slots per server yeah but mm-hmm. then there's a queue of a thousand people because when that came along that first server they even though it's got 50 slots for people to play on it how many people are they letting log into that server over a period of time so say it's opened on monday and then it and on friday there was a thousand people logged into that server it'll only let Mm. like 50 people in at a time or whatever so then all them people are trying to get into that server queuing up that'd be well annoying i was gonna say i can see some massive problems happening with that i hope that's not the case one thing I did notice, and maybe because it was a test, I guess, is that there were no server issues at all. I wasn't getting kicked out. There was no drop frames. There was no stutter. There was no nothing. It was, like, very very well optimized, considering the, the garbage I went through on Crucible. Remember that? That didn't work. Um, so, 
Cautious Me Games says that DayZ drags characters from server to server. They never used to do that. I haven't played DayZ for a good year or so, but it used to be that you would have to go into that server, and if you went to another server, it was a fresh character, um, and you'd have different characters on each servers. So uh, me and Matt would be playing, and I'd be like, Matt, come in my server, and he'd be like, I ain't playing that server yet, and then we'd have to meet up. It would be well long. Um, I don't know if it's changed now, but that was definitely how it was before. I think it's probably changed because I would I can't see them going through those kind of problems. But it's like Comic Clown says. He says just tell everyone in the clan to join the same server. So whoever's in there, you put out on Extreme PC UK Discord, um, and you say, mm. "Look, we're all joining this world. This is the server." And then everybody joins that server who plays if they want to yeah. play with us. It's the same as World of Warcraft. He says. True. Um, did you did you find out whether it was co op in this preview? Sorry, I, I don't. When I played, I did the test. I don't believe they were doing co op at the test. But now that they're in the preview, did you notice whether they were doing or allowing co-op? I've I've not seen any co-op. I've, I've literally at the beginning of the game. I literally I played it for an hour earlier on, or half an hour. I got to that mm. point and I thought I need to take my daughter home, so I turned it off. And then when I got back from dropping her off, um, there was a few guys in Discord. So I was literally in Discord trying to show Comic what the gameplay was like, and the servers mm. were under maintenance. Oh, okay. Already. Well, the good thing, if it is a 20, I mean, if it is co-op, then it might be kind of fun. I'll try to, I can try to join you if they allow co-op. I just don't know if they'll, if they will or not. I don't know if it's the game I'm going to try, to be honest. It's not your thing? Or just... Well, I like the look of it and what you showed me. Um, it looks beautiful, but I just don't know if I've got the time to put into a game like that. Um I've already got one game that we're Hold on life. a minute, hold on, pause a second. What do you mean you ain't got time? You're on uh, Football Manager for yeah, hours and my... hours and hours of the day. That's my drug, man. I need that to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, He's why getting... don't you get like Football Manager on your phone where you can be at work and anywhere and just playing it? I have it, I have it on my iPad or I stream my PC to my iPad. Really? Um, yeah. Man, and you know he's into it now. Man, no, it's it's not, he's got thousands not... of hours in it. Well, it's mostly yeah, yeah. text-driven, right? You're just making decisions and... It's just stuff. spreadsheet manager, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, Magic's saying that servers are about 500 players per server, which means if there's a queue, like, that, how many people want to try and get into that one server, man? It's probably just going to roll over to another server and your character man, just Man, that's come, crazy. You know. But yeah, um, that's New World. Um, I'm not sure yet whether I'm going to be streaming New World tomorrow. If people are interested, I'll... I'm, because it could be that I do two hours on New World and I do two hours on um, uh, the other one. What's it called? Fall, Fall Guys. Um, but we'll see how it goes. And I've also got um, F1, which Ant got me into. So there's that on the cards as well, doing a bit of managerial. And I think all three of them games will be really good for getting the community involved as well. Because like New World, it can make pe- make us do things. Uh, Fall Guys, you can, people can pick the characters and stuff like that, which would be pretty funny. Um, Fall, Guy, uh, Fall Guys on Xbox Game Pass? I guess not, right? Yeah, yeah, Fall no, Guys. It's... No, it's not. No, sorry, it's, it's not. Um, it's 16, uh, okay. £16 on Steam at the moment. But oh, yeah, move, right. moving on from uh, New World. So basically, Fall Guys, this is a game that I hadn't seen. My kids have seen it a long time ago, whenever it came out. I don't know. Um, but they've been watching it's it. Really and new. It's pretty new, yeah. And what, how this came about was on my stream on Friday. On, yeah, is it Friday? Uh, Wednesday. On my stream on Wednesday, basically, um, Minecraft Dungeons was getting a bit, bit, a bit poo, and uh, it was all getting a bit dry. So I started talking to everybody about what games to play, and then some, a few people came up with this, and it was at the top of the list. Um, 
and uh, basically I looked at it and, and everyone's like actually it looks quite funny um, it just when I looked at it myself it just looked like all random colours and stuff on screen and I, don't, I just thought oh, it looks like a little kids game but then I thought Do you know what I'm going to try it out so I downloaded it on Steam um, I think it's about 15 quid I had some money on my PayPal so I thought Do you know what I'll try it out Steam you know what happens on Steam you try it for an hour if you don't like it you send it back and I've actually heard a lot of people that have sent this game back uh, because of server issues. But I hadn't, I've only had that once, and that was today. And I don't know if that was just because it's under maintenance or not. But this game is your funny game. I can imagine yeah. this on stream being absolutely hilarious. So basically what it is, what was that program? Is it Ninja Warrior or was it, an, there was another one? Wipeout, Total Wipeout. Total Wipeout and the floor is lava. Um, yeah. If you've heard of these programs, just imagine... Uh, Wipeout turned into like a sort of good smooth graphics version of a cartoon where you're like the only way I can describe it is you've got a Kinder Egg you know the little egg inside the Kinder Egg you get imagine you've got arms and legs on that thing oh, yeah. that's you as a little person <laughs> and basically you can just it, this, this is in the realms of like um, what's the what's the one where you have to hold hands and pull each other up and that the little floppy characters. Oh. One's got an arm. You got to move your arms. You got like oh, gang beasts. Yeah, postal, postal delivery, uh, whatever. I and you got really gang beasts. You got postal delivery, yeah, yeah. and you've got another one that we used to play where you have to human fell flat. Um, this game is in in the them like it's up there with them games. So what it is? It's a battle royale, and you get like uh, is it sixty people? It's sixty people, isn't it? Yeah, sixty. Sixty yeah. people per game, and basically you're all on a scoreboard. Sixty of you. And it'll be like just a random level. No one can pick it. It just picks a random level. And it'll be wipeout, like total wipeout, where it could be where you've all got to run. Like one of them is you've all got to run up a hill and there's like giant tomatoes and like bananas and oranges flying at you. And everybody's flopping all over the place. And you can grab the guy in front and like pull him back to get in front of him. Uh, Man City says it's basically Ninja Warrior, the TV program. Yeah, it's basically that, but on a much sillier, funnier scale. And like... There's so many customizations. You unlock customizations uh, every 12 hours. The customizations change that you can buy with in-game points, which you earn from really? actually winning the race. And it's just well funny. You can get four people into one server, and it, it's literally like I'll be like go, and I'll run. There'll be 60 people running, and half of them will fall down holes, and some will get smashed off by like boxing gloves. There's ones where they're spinning around things, and you've got to jump over the beam. Like the game is really, really funny. Um, and I just thought it's going to be an amazing game to stream like so many people because you can get behind going like Nick do this do that do this um, and me and you Ant, have been playing it what do you think? Yeah man it's a good laugh like um, I think you downloaded it earlier today on a message saying oh what's it actually like and you said oh, I'd get it so I downloaded it when I went from work spent a couple of hours in it and I never laughed so hard playing a game yeah just... <laughs> it's just well like... funny like even when you die, normally, like, if I play a battle with our, like, COD or something, I just, I get so angry with myself when I die, but I was just laughing at myself when I was falling off the edge, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, because you can actually, like, grab each other. So you've got, like, three yeah. buttons. You've got, like, obviously you can run. Uh, one sticks to run, so use controller. One sticks to move the camera around. And then the the right trigger button, that actually lets you grab the guy in front and you can push yeah. him behind you. Um, or you can, you can jump. off the edge. Yeah, you, yeah, you throw him off the edge. You've got jump, and then you've got like, <laughs> like, like one button jumps you up, but then the other button like throws yourself Some forward. So, so yeah, like a dive, so you can land onto like a, a platform. But it's like one level will be like 
there'll be layers and layers and layers of hexagons, floors, which fall away. So 60 people running around on top. As soon as you touch the hexagon, it falls away. You fall onto the next level. And everybody's falling down like, like a plunk. They're all going down to different levels. And what happens is there's five rounds per match. And basically, to win the Battle Royale, you've got to be the last man standing. And it's just well funny. Like, it, it's a random round every time. And I get done. And there's one round where all you got to do is run in a straight line. And there's, like, ten doors. And then there's another row of ten doors. There's another row of ten doors. And one or two of the doors will open. And the rest of the doors will stay shut. So everybody starts running, like, flopping about. And then they'll just give it, Ugh, and they'll fall on the floor. And then, like, one guy just busts through the door. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, and then, and then everybody's like, that door's open. So then everybody starts, like, waddling over to that door. And they're all, like, trying to squeeze through. And they're pushing each other on the floor and dragging each other back. You get through okay, that so door. Now, so you have to stream it now because I get to see this. But then people <laughs> yeah. are just, like, like, they see the door over there just fall down. And they're like, oh, it's over there. They'll run that way. And it's like, there's one they've got seesaws. And basically... Oh, yeah, you jump onto the middle and there's a white line in the middle and it's got a seesaw. And if everybody jumps on that side, it just tips up. So they will slide off. But then so so like 20 of them are running this way to try and get it counterbalanced. But then you get the guy that's like, they're all going that way. I'm going to stay this end and jump off. But then what happens is because he's further away, he starts counteracting it back again. So like it's <laughs> like people running up and down and the thing's going like this. And then someone jumps, they don't make it. They just disappear down in the floor. But it's like oh. there's so many different like levels. levels there's ones yeah, yeah. where you like got to grab the tail. There's ones where you get like a virus. There's ones where there's spinning things. There's smashing things. Um, I really like can the one you, where you're. Can, just... you, uh, can you group up though, if you want? I mean, together. Too. Yeah. So you get four players, I believe, on each server in a group, um, and then you just play through the levels. And like, if I'm I get knocked out, Ant will just go into the next level, and I can just spectate him until the end. But they're quite fast mm. rounds. It's like yeah, yeah, they're a minute or so. Aren't five they? minutes, and and you've done a game, and it's all like battle royale, and it's got a season pass built into it. So, what it is, there's like so many customizations. So like you start on the starting line, um, and if you're new to the game, you'll be level zero, and you'll just be like a little round ball, and you can change the color. But as you go, like you get pigeon outfits and uh, lion outfits. Some people are dressed as tomatoes. Some are chips. Some are burgers. Like, there's hundreds of different things to put on your character. And what happens is every single day, the items change. And you get legendaries, you get common, you get rare. Um, and basically, it's it's just well funny. Like, you're running along, and then, and then there's just a cheeseburger running next to you. But then you turn the other way, and there's a pigeon running next to you. And you're just, like, looking at all these different things, thinking, man, that guy's... Like, uh, earlier on, I was playing, and um, the guy's got, like, a crash dummy... Or he's got a, an outfit from Portal. Um, and they do all these different ones. And what it is, you've got a season pass built in. So as you play it, you'll go level 1 and it'll give you an item. Level 2, it'll give you an item. Level 3, it might give you money. Level 4, it might give you a crown. And then with the crown and the money, you can either buy that in-game like for real money. Or you can just build it up and then just buy the parts you want. Um, and like for, So today on the store, there was nothing I wanted. So I've let my money points roll up for, for uh, next one. Uh, Shell said, I've just bought the full guys. <laughs> we'll be on it after, <laughs> Shell. You'll have to get in yeah. with us. I'll be streaming it after, not on Twitch, but on Discord. We'll have a couple of goes. <laughs> we convinced um, you. <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny game, man. Um, but even on your own. And the thing is, the music, a lot of people are saying in the music in the game, they really like it. It's like some, like, it reminds me of Destruction Derby. It's like techno. Like, it's really fast-paced. But what I noticed is, I turned the music off and then I put some real techno on, like, in the background. 
Um, if you can hear a bell, I've got a cat, and Ellen's put my missus has put a bell around its neck, and it's ringing. Uh, let me just tell her. So that way they, you can always tell where the cat is. I That's don't, it. yeah, but I don't yeah. know if you lot can hear that bell, but it's really annoying for me. I can just hear a bell ringing Keep in my ears. Keep the bell on at night when you're trying to sleep. It's great. <laughs> can you hear it over the stream? I don't, I don't hear, hear anything. Anybody hear any bells besides the ones Can anyone hear a bell? I feels like it's in my head, like it's like I'm going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the cool. game is 15 quid, but it's well funny. Um, yeah. And if it's on Steam anyway, you can try it for like an hour, and if you don't like it, send it back. You know, for fifteen bucks, it's worth it. I mean, if it was if it was more than that, maybe I'd question it. But that's that's nothing. I know yeah. it's on the PlayStation as well. Does anyone know if it's um? Uh, yeah, it's on um the PlayStation Game Pass. If you've got PlayStation Plus, it's on there for free. Yeah, but do you know if it's cross-platform, like whether you mm. can play with PC and PlayStation? I would think it would be. It seems easy enough that it would be. Uh, next, next, you okay there, Nick? I don't know PlayStation now. We have to keep we have to keep talking though, because Nick, Nick's time. <laughs> and he's and he's and he's trying. No, to sorry, people, man. My coke went down the wrong hole. I just tried to drink it quickly. It went straight down the other hole, man. I swear that went that went right into my lungs, man. It's okay. Could have went in the other hole. That'd have been oh, worse. <laughs> you didn't hear that one, did you? I'm back in the room, man. I'm back in the room. I'm not dead. No, a bit watery eyed there, man. But like, yeah, go on. What are you saying? Oh, nothing. I was just saying that the other hole would have been rough. But go ahead. You're still, All right. You're, you're, still, <laughs> you're still talking about the fall, guys. I'm going to buy it. Sounds good. Oh, you're going to buy it, are you? I remember you looking at it earlier and going, that's wrong. crap. I'm not looking at that. That's rubbish. I only looked at it for a second. It's worth a try. You're 15 yeah, bucks, worth right? A try. worth a try. Exactly. Uh, Magic Gaming I'm... said, no, Fall Guys doesn't support cross-platform multiplayer. However, the developer has acknowledged it that it's a highly requested feature. And he yeah, just brought it to Man, look. I know the guys. I know the guys over there, yeah? Because obviously they, they're the publishers for PC Building Simulator as well, so I know them really well. Um, I'm going to have to ring them up and say, look, I'm not being funny, but um, I've got you about 20 sales so far. They need a commission. Yes, commission. <laughs> tell, them need, tell them we need three commissions. Man. You know. I like the way Gray's yeah. up. We need three commissions. <laughs> no, three. three one, nah, they're 15 bucks. It's definitely worth it. I, I'll try it. I like the gameplay that you're explaining better than what I saw initially, but the way you're describing the gameplay sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that is a really, really funny game. But right, I want to try to jam through that door and see if we can fit. <laughs> so I'm always looking for games I can play with my kids, so I think that's one I can definitely yeah, get yeah, on that's with. True. Yeah, that's well funny. I've been playing it, um, and the thing is, I've got like five gaming PCs because my kids have got their own computers and it's a spare. And I'm like, man, even a £15 game is going to cost me a fortune. So do you know what I've done? I was like, look, just all come and gather around my computer. Everybody gathers around, like, take one go each. and everybody, It's yeah. just as fun, you know? Yeah. It's, it. it's, like, it's my go. And it's like, my go, it's my go. And I'm like, oh, man, they're even moaning about whose go it is now. So the rounds are so I, quick, you know. I guess it must be really popular because Man City says it's hard to get on servers. You got to wait. Yeah, but I didn't have any issues waiting earlier. Um, I did have one issue. What it is, um, the game is really known for having server issues early on. So what's happening is you just you play the game, you load the game up, and then it just can't find the server. So it just goes on a black screen, and a little bit goes round. And after about two minutes, it goes, "Sorry, um, you, your connection's uh, something wrong with your connection." And then you do it again, and you do it again. And for me, it was like that for about two hours today, but I thought it was in maintenance, um, you know. So, 
Um, I don't know, Man City, maybe try it again, because even though you say it's definitely got server issues, um, I think they've sorted it out mainly. I haven't had any other problems, but I'll let everyone know as we play it, because it would be annoying if I went to stream it and it's like, sorry, you can't get on the server now. Yeah, you kicked out, but have your backup game ready. Yeah, he said it would be good if they had a single player mode, so you can just literally jump on and have a go with your kids or whatever and have a laugh anyway. Yeah, single player mode. <laughs> and he said, good. that's what they said last time. <laughs> um, carry on talking, boys. I'm going to have to move this cat because the bell is just out of control. It's okay, just so loud. for your game. Um, uh, well, no, I've got another game to talk about anyway, so I think the cat's gone downstairs now. Man, that cat just seems to give me grief with everything. Maybe the bell's yeah. ringing in my head. It's not even the cat. Man. Good <laughs> bit. But, um, yeah, the next game I wanted to uh, talk about, because on my stream it got a bit boring, so I was like, anyone, tell me something to play. Someone come up with something. Um, and we ended up, Gray, you weren't on my stream for this, but we actually watched Redbubble for a good, I don't know, hour, just looking at I your heard. face on yeah. all different types of clothing. I, we was I'll looking at you, your tights with your face on tights. I was like, I'll buy some of them, man. I look like a rock when star. I, when I first saw it, it was, it was pretty funny. I looked at it, it was great. I I, I got to go back and look at that <clears> on your recording because I do want to see what happened. Yeah, it was pretty funny. We were just chatting. like It just got to the point where there was nothing to do, and I was like, oh, man, there's two hours left. What, what should we do? And I was just like, anyone, what do we do? Um, and it was just like just went really random. But course, then... Uh, Chance, <clears throat> we were promised a, 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 a Greymaster, you know, uh, shirt a long time ago. <laughs> he still hasn't yeah, done it. Yeah. I bet he's not even listening now. He heard you say that's that. Right. He's like, I'm definitely not listening now. <laughs> that's right. I didn't, I didn't hear that. What? But yeah, the next game, what my, my community came up with on stream was, why don't you try this thing out? And I'd never seen it. Has any of you ever heard of GeoGuessr? Nope. No. Anyone in chat heard of GeoGuessr? Just let us know. Basically, I've never seen this. What it is, it's in the browser, so anyone can play it in the browser. And what it is, you sign up, um, and you can either pay for it uh, to play at any time, or you can get one free go, which is five maps a day. And like, I was really intrigued. Like, you know Google Maps, you can drop the little man, and you can go into, um, uh, what's it called when you go into the 3D mode? Street View. Yeah, so you go into Street View. Yeah. Um, and basically what happens is you sign up and then you can pick like either England or you can pick the world. We picked the world because we wanted to make it a lot harder. And what it does is it just, it gives you five, um, five goes and you've basically got to guess where you are in the world. And it literally, um, puts you in street view on a random country in the world somewhere. And like the first one we did um, I'm in like some mountain range on a road and I'm like, look, how do we work it out? And you've got to look at like, are you on the left of the road? Are you on the right of the road? You try and look at signs, but a lot of them are blurred out and stuff like that. And basically the first one, we was in Sweden, uh, oh no, or Norway. And uh, we got something like, and I think it was like 800 kilometers out. So you get that many points for it. Then we was in, was it Japan, Russia? But it's really random. And then the last one, I actually found out that we was in Alberta, Canada, because the cause there was a we was at a cause factory for the beer, and I managed to see on one of the lorries there was a little bit of writing at the bottom of the lorry saying Alberta, um, and then we found that one. But the funny thing is, like we actually done really well, and I thought that was a really cool little game. If you wanted to teach your kids about geography and stuff, that is the game to play. You said you only had five guesses. That was it. Yeah, because you get five guesses per round. 
That's pretty good because if you're on a street, I would think that would be hard after five guesses. Do you get any clues or anything so, other than just where you are? That's true. I mean, do you, if you if you get clues, maybe you have a chance. You know, it's a new something. And we're still carrying on here. I never played the game. Have you played? Sorry. <laughs> No, no, we're not really trying to carry on. It's cool. It's just the cat, man. The cat, the bell on the cat. It's like it's because obviously I've got like a a pro mic here. It's just picking up like the the ringing of all I can hear is you two talking, and I can hear a bell in my ear. Like diddly diddly diddly. Like Father Christmas just landed on my roof, the book man. Yeah, usually works. There's a surprise. <laughs> Jay thought that game looked boring. I think Jay looks boring. <laughs> <laughs> Chance, what about that <clears throat> that, that uh, shirt you're gonna do? See, I know he's out there now. Jansen, <laughs> was you never told if you've got nothing good to say, then shut up. Shut up. That's right. I taught you that in, in, a, in a grammar school, right? But anyway, so five guesses. So how many times did you guess it within the five guesses when you did it? I guessed five times in the five guesses that I had. Oh, then you're just too good. So if when to... you guess and you get it wrong, do you get like a clue or anything come up? No, no. Um, you only get one guess, like Shell no just clue? said. Um, you get five different maps, and then in that time, you your points accumulate for each map. Um, but we got pretty close with every one of them. So I think we was 800 kilometers out on the most, and we still got like over halfway out of points. <clears throat> oh, so but you didn't was... get them exactly. You got pretty close, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get it spot on, um, but You're we got pretty close with it. Nobody's hearing this, but it's great. We hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think the game would be kind of... Well, I don't know. I can't say it would be boring, I guess, until I try it. It's probably one I can play while I'm working, you know, while some on a, on a phone on a phone call I can sit there. So I don't know. I think I would like to have some clues, though, because if I had a couple of clues, yeah. then kind of like, you know... Well, there's a tower called the Eiffel. Do you know where you are? Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> Right. But that's not the only game like that, or does... I guess... Didn't Google Maps have something like that, like you were saying? Um, <laughs> of course, just me, games is like, someone get the cat was definitely shouted out then, lol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely was, man. The cat... It's like... It's like the cat doesn't... It's been asleep next to me, yeah? What All day while I've been doing work and stuff on the computer, it's been sitting on that chair right there, fast asleep. It's like the little bastard knows that I'm about to stream. I start streaming, it goes downstairs, I swear it's running up the curtains and around the bedroom. Like, and this bell's yeah, going, blah, 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 yeah, because blah, cats, cats get active at night, man. You know that. Not for long, You'll be though, active in the garden time. in a minute. That's what I was saying. Just have a book. Toss it out. <laughs> You'll yeah. get rid of it one way or the other. <laughs> Jatson said, when I have some free time, I'll do your shirt. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder what that'll be. And then we can... But we'll see. All right. I'll hold you to it there, Chance. That sounds good. Man. She says, imagine playing that game and it randomly puts you in front of your own house. <laughs> would that I'm be weird though? If that happened though, what would you do? Would you think that was a bit weird, or would you be like, I just, if personally, if it was me and it put me outside my house, I'd be like, oh, this game, something's gone wrong with this game. It knows where I live, and it just put my house. I wouldn't even <laughs> think about. I wouldn't get freaked out or anything. I would. Would you? Well, you know, speaking speaking yeah. of that, going, going back on flight sim for a second, uh, I was uh, watching Shrubshaw because he is a flight sim uh, uh, aficionado. And you know, we're talking 20- about that next, don't you? Yeah, but. There's a point you were making about the house, but I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll hold it, I'll hold it till you get to it. It's cool. No, just wondering, because yeah. I think you might go into that, but then we'll talk about Microsoft Flight Simulator, but then you might as well just talk about it, 
because it's next. <laughs> <laughs> just, no problem. Right, everyone, way, we're going to talk about Microsoft Flight Simulator. But real quick, I just and it does. I don't have to talk about this much, but Doom Eternal's new DLC is is going to be out uh, in October, called Ancient Gods uh, Part One, and I did see the trailer on it. It looked really good. So, so you talk I about Doom. Uh, just to throw it out there for the <laughs> DLC, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know. Oh, that's good. Anyway, that's a quickie onto the flight sim. So, so Chubshaw's an expert at this. He's been doing this for twenty five years. So he said, "Listen, why don't you watch me play the game?" And tell me where more abouts where you live, and I'll fly right over your house. And I go, cool. I say, can you crash into it too? <laughs> we didn't do that though. So literally, what I was astounded by, I guess I shouldn't be astounded. I mean, Google Maps is everything down, but he's flying, and he's flying like past my street, and I'm seeing for the most part everything looks real. I mean, the AI tends to try to figure some things out if it doesn't have the pictures, but for the most part, it was my city. So he's flying over it, and then finally, I had him fly over my practically my street and he literally could see like the street of my house was on and then they have a thing called active pause and when you hit active pause everything in in the map is still going on so if you see cars or people or whatever walking around that all keeps happening but your plane is frozen solid and you can just look around take your time and look around so i was like really surprised and then he flipped the coin and he went and flew over his house except that he knew how to find his house exactly and so as he was flying around England and showing me the parts where he lived, he literally did the act of pause and pointed at it right out of his house. I mean, literally, there's his house. What, what did he point um, Did he have the, the National Lottery hand? When it was like, itch, no, itch. not National Lottery hand. I, I couldn't see <laughs> the He had explained to me which one it was, but I did finally see it. But I thought that was pretty cool. And then I told him, I said, well, why don't we do something really cool, like buzz the pyramids? And he's going like, okay. So he goes to Cairo Airport. I get on Google to find out how many kilometers from Cairo Airport is the pyramids. I said, go southwest and just keep going. So he sets the course southwest and just kept flying. And you saw the pyramids in the distance get bigger and bigger and bigger until you were actually buzzing the pyramids. And the detail on the pyramids was incredible. incredible. It really looked good. Yeah, it's because it's done from satellite. Uh, Lee just said a good one, though. Uh, Man City, he said uh, when he was flying over your house and he active paused it, could you see the plane out of your window frozen I know. in the we sky? Were, we were, it was funny. We were kidding around about that. It looked so real. I was going like, hey, dude, I want to go and see your plane. Now, that would be freaky. You went to the window and you just a plane just like that looking at you. Sitting there still in the sky. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> um, I was watching that stream with you, Gray, and um, mm-hmm. what was fascinating about it is that you can really see the detail that they've the developed. You could see him waving out the plane yeah. window at you. No, no, like for the pyramids, no, you, you, you can really yeah. see the detail that they've gone into to create them. Oh, yeah. It looks, oh, yeah. It's incredible. Um, it inspired me. Like the next day, um, me and Comic, we went for a fly around the pyramids. Um, we done uh, Luru in Australia um, around Ayers Rock. And um, where else did we go? Um, did you, did I done... I, I did find a glitch actually. I was flying around Sydney, uh, Sydney Harbour, and seeing uh, um, Opera the House. Opera House, yeah, and uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. And the Sydney Harbour Bridge looks nothing like it does in the real world. They've got that <laughs> completely wrong. Really? Um, yeah. So when you look at it, it just looks like a road. Like the actual bridge has got like archway in that to it. Um, but it's literally just a, a road that just goes across the water. So See, that's what I was they, wondering. They to look at that. Because I thought it was all done from satellite. Because um, yeah. I put the active satellite on. Um, and I noticed that, and it was a bit 
off-putting near my house when I went close to the floor, like close as I could get before it said I crashed. The roads <laughs> were like, there's a hill and the road was just like up on the side of the hill. It's like the cars are going on their sides and it was like all <laughs> twisted up like that. And I was like, that's a bit weird. And I noticed as well where they've taken the satellite images. You've got the cars in the road, like photos of the cars and then cars driving over cars. So mine don't show that. So I don't know. I don't really? Know how you've done that? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like I thought it must have been a Google Maps thing. Like the picture's been taken on Google Maps, but where they've tried to take all the roads and take all the cars that's mm. been t- photographed in this, because obviously if it takes a photograph from space, you're going to see all the cars on the road. And then what yeah. they've tried to do is like like blur that out and then well, put see... real cars driving over the top. No, I didn't <laughs> see that. Mine, like when I was flying over my city, the roads just looked like grey roads. You know, it's just looked really? like roads with cars. But, but did you have the active sat, sat on, satellite on or? I think when I was oh, yeah. when I was playing with Trevor Shaw, I, I don't sure. know. It might have all might lead. I, I think it was on active satellite when I was doing it with Trevor Shaw. But one thing he noticed is that when he when he flew over the park that was near his house, um, he showed me the actual picture of of the building uh, that we stopped and active paused over. And what they did was this nice English uh, two story, three story kind of castle looking house wasn't there it was some modern looking one-story white concrete something so really oh yeah it was absolutely the wrong building as far as the ground though the groundwork and everything that you saw it was all spot on the trees to make it look better in game no i think what it was was or or trubshaw was thinking that what it was is the ai wasn't they didn't have enough to go on i guess or they hadn't programmed that part into the game who knows and so the AI just puts any building in there to, that might make sense if it doesn't know what it really is. Yeah, there's only so many um, options that the AI can think that it's right. probably got to choose from. Um, Comic mean, says to me, it. sorry, Comic says, yeah. yeah, but cars don't move in photographs. That's the point. There's a photograph <laughs> on the road of the cars paused, but then there's cars driving over the photograph of the cars. <laughs> so it's like a frozen car roof like this. There's the frozen car roof, and then the car just drives over it. It's like a row of cars, <laughs> and then a car drives over all of them. That's what I saw. Now, did you try to crash your, your plane into anything when you're flying in? Well, I, dr- I drove to my house. I, I accidentally <clears throat> crashed into um, Uluru, so I hope I don't offend any Aborigines. My <laughs> <actions>. <laughs> well, see, for me, I've, I wanted to go. I live at Heathrow Airport. Um, I live just literally outside the perimeter road. And so I took off from there and I wanted to see my house and I actually flew around all the pubs that I go to, but I was quite high up. Um, and then obviously I come to my house and I wanted to see if I could see from the satellite my car in the driveway. But like literally every time I came down just a little bit, the screen went black and it said you crashed or whatever, we restart. And I couldn't mm. get close enough to see the detail on my road. I found using a slower plane helped. Yeah, uh, I was using that I little slow on. one. Yeah, because the plane that I was... In... Trebles was a two-seater, smaller plane. But I did notice that he didn't go as close as you're saying you did. So I wonder if there's a threshold where, you know, if yeah. you get too close, you automatically crash or whatever. But it didn't even crash. It didn't even let you hit the floor. It just went black. So I didn't I didn't know the threshold for how low I can did go you, before. Go did on. you turn too sharply? Or no, no, just literally just I'm flying in straight. And then I thought, oh, I need to come down a little bit. So I came down a little bit. And I must have been about, I don't know, got to be two three hundred meters up and then it's like my house is still a tiny like house couldn't see the car because it's like the detail would be like too small at that point and it just went black it's and i was like man so then i started taking off again i flew around again 
tried, I thought it might be a glitch or something, come down, cuts it off again. And then I was like, oh, okay, bother with this anymore, turn it off. <laughs> well, it looks like that they are um, potentially adding some of the features that you'd like to see in it, like a career mode, like from mods yeah. and stuff. I heard I about that. That, that, that. that could be really interesting. Johansson's just full of sarcasm today. Look, sarcasm, sarcasm. Uh, to be fair, they didn't design this game to be on the ground level. It's a flight sim. Yeah, but everyone's <laughs> only playing it to look at their house, man. Do you know that? Mystic Dude said, didn't Google map the moon? Try flying there. <laughs> you press Y. The <laughs> Cautious Me Game says, press Y, I think, when you're close and you can fly lo- go lower. Is that true? No, I'm... Must be the eject button. Eject button. Uh, There's a drone cam you can move around. I wouldn't mind trying that and trying that again. I heard about that. Something about the drone. Or is it for you flying a drone? I guess. I've not not tried the drone cam. The drone cam probably be really, really good. Yeah. Then you can fly in your front door and and watch the cat. But yeah. (laughs) Anyway, getting back to it. Flight Sim. Um... I think the fact that that's on Xbox Game Pass is pretty amazing because that's like a £60 game. And for the amount of effort, I, I don't think it'll be on there that long. I reckon they'll want people to buy it. Yeah, I reckon they'll remove it after a year. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's I, not got... I don't know if how, how it works with them, how they how they do it, but no, I can't see being... You much notice. You don't really get told, like, you get like a month's notice before they tell you the game's coming off or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but right. when you log in, they have a thing that tells you the games that are there, the games that are gone, the games that are going. Yeah, yeah. They, they say last chance, don't they? Whatever. This mm-hmm. is going. It's your last chance before you'd have to buy it. But um, yeah, that's Flight Simulator. I thought it was really good. I would never pay sixty-five quid for it, to be fair, um, yeah. because I'm that's not my kind of thing. Uh, I don't know about you two, but yeah, no, I like Sim- Depends. Like the more I'm playing it, the more I'm enjoying it. So. Um... Oh, but what I did want to say, uh, which comic you was meant to remind me, dude. Um, is Comic actually came up with a mod. Um, Comic, can you put the details in for me, like I asked you earlier, because I won't remember what it is, and it was just before the stream that he said. <clears throat> Basically, remember I was saying, now this game, I would really, really like Flight Sim if it had um, a career mode where you take cargo, you make money, you buy more planes and stuff like that. Well, Comic Which actually... We literally just mentioned this. Sorry? We just mentioned it to you, and you didn't hear it. Oh, is yeah. it really? Well, well, Ant and I just told you that. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, it okay. just shows I listen to everyone. <laughs> okay. I'm doing a lot of stuff yeah. here, man. I've got this screen here to look at. I've got this screen here to look at. I've got a cat with a bell, and I'm choking cat on my coke. Bell. Yeah, but what you just said, though, yeah, it's <laughs> going to be up your alley. If the mod is what it's supposed to be, you you probably would like it. Yeah, it's called FS Economy, and basically, I was talking to Comic about it earlier. You have to log in with them and sign up with them, and then they send you like the invite. And basically, it makes everything monetized and an economy in-game. So you have to basically start off in a little plane, do a few journeys to make money, a bit like um, Euro Truck Simulator is. And then as you buy more planes, you can store more planes, you can do bigger runs and stuff like that. Now, Comic's been testing it, so hopefully he'll have that like all set up and show us how it's ready to go like in a couple of days or whatever. Um, but if you do that, Comic, I'm definitely up for reinstalling it then because that would be well cool. I could. Yeah, I did could, you get it working? Yeah, comic? did you get it working, comic? Let us know so we can say over the stream. Um, yeah, or stream it or Discord stream it so we can see. Oh, it. he said it, he did, but it's through an external browser though. External browser? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so like it's so like it's through Edge or something as he's playing. Yeah. 
That's weird. I can't work out so, how it in- integrates, so that's a bit weird. Um, but I'll get more information about it, and then we'll talk about it later on. Um, yeah. But yeah, Flight Simulator, I can't knock it. The graphics and the, the gameplay and everything's perfect, but obviously it's Flight Simulator. You know what they like. they they put putting everything into that. Um, right, what are we on to uh, next? Uh, my last game. Go um, for it. Which is Wreckfest. Uh, it's been out for a year or two now, um, but it's just a great laugh. It, it, it reminds me of um, one of the first games I ever got on my PS1, which was Destruction Derby. It's just such a just chill game. You can just smash into other cars. Um, <laughs> you could just go like in real life and do that. Yeah. Um, I've seen my driving then. <laughs> you were um, brave enough to be in my car without a seatbelt the other day. <laughs> Don't wear seatbelts, me. I've had enough car crashes to know that the, the car crashes I've had, I would have hanged in my seat. So I don't wear one. Um, so it's a demo. Yeah, like, you can play online. It's like a bat... Yeah, so it's like a, a battle royale almost. Like I think you start with 20 cars and then last man standing is the winners. Yeah, um, there is an online career mode as well. Uh, sorry, there's a career mode. Um, but I, I've not really tested too much of that. Um, what I do find hilarious is that you can, you can start with um, lawnmowers, like ride on lawnmowers, smashing into people, <laughs> which is great what was, fun. What was you that game? A man fly across the screen. In your life as well. What, which which so one? Are really? Get on a lawnmower and smash into people. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that game, um, I played that on the PlayStation years ago, and there's never been a remake of a game like that. That's the first one. I lost you, Nick. Uh, can you not hear me? I hear you. Yeah, very, yeah sorry, you cut out for a second. I think I it's your internet is poo. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it's very much... It's... You've been on our side. You've been cutting yeah, out a little bit. They don't. They don't hear I it. Oh, really? Has um, anybody in the um, anyone on the stream? Has anyone? Have I been cutting out for anyone? You just did just then. Just that second you said it. Really? It was, only, it was only a word or two. Every, for me, it's been fine. And to the stream, it's been fine. I think it's you two. Uh, when I chat to you two, I cut out slightly. I'm fine for everybody else. Uh, yeah, we fine. had to just, yeah, come yeah, around here uh, saying that my computer's not good enough to keep my voice straight for 10 minutes. <laughs> we had the same issue a few weeks ago. It's saying it happened then, too. I'm not really sure why. I think it has something to do with Discord, but what can you do? Yeah, no, anyway. my end, my end's cool, man. It's uh, it's one of you two or Discord. It's bound to um, be me. My net's pants. No, because uh, I hear it. Too. Yeah, my bit rate's at like over six thousand. It's fine. Um, it's all good. Um, but yeah, it's Discord. Ke- yeah. I think what it is when we get these issues sometimes is because Gray's in America, obviously. Um, and then it's going across oh, the pond. Blaming it on me now. It's huh? always okay. you, man. Why have to be from America for? Dude, I'm on, I'm on a gig service. I'm fine. And Ant's on, like, one meg. One meg, yeah. One meg. <laughs> Why can't you share him some? Tony, hear more about Wreckfest. How do you win? Just battle yeah. royale? Last card? Yeah, just, yeah, literally, you just manage your damage. Have um, you never played Destruction Derby? Manage your damage. I like Hold that. on. Grave, you never played Destruction Derby? No. Oh, my God. I, I used to watch Destruct, uh, Demolition Derbies on TV. Yeah, yeah we're not talking about the real one. We're talking about the game. The only game, actually, the only game I played that smashed stuff up, and I really liked it. This goes way back now on the on the uh, Twisted Metal Xbox, the first, the first Xbox, and I'm trying to remember the name of the stupid game. I might actually still have the game somewhere. Come on, it's got to be the Twisted Metal with the with the ice cream van. The what? 
Twisted Metal with the ice cream van. Come on, everybody knows that, don't they? Oh, never heard of it. No? Has anyone in chat seen Twisted Metal uh, with the ice cream van? With the spring with the clown's head bobbling all about on the front of it? No. (laughs) No. I don't recall. What is going well, the on? One, the, one that I, the one that I played, I, I don't remember the name, but all it was was trying to see what how you could smash up your car the best. And you basically just would, would purposely fly off ramps, uh, fly off other things, go rails, see how far that you're going. Burnout. You could, you could, maybe that was it. Yeah, and you got to smash Burnout, up as much yeah. stuff as possible. Yeah, as much stuff as possible, smash as many yeah, things yeah. as you can. Yeah, that was really ball, fun. Ball, I love that game. And it it's like great. you go across like a like a cross section and there's like buses and that. You're like, get the bus, yeah, get the yeah, bus, exactly. smash the bus. That's it. And the bus that's smashes it. into that's a the tanker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That game was a blast. It's a bit yeah. like Goat Simulator, but with cars. <laughs> I, I, want, I would play that game again if they ever came out with a new one. But all I could ever play it on was Xbox and that was it. And I couldn't. Play. I still have an old Xbox, the original. Still there, and that's the only game I ever played on it. Was that one really? Just because I like yeah, just because I like. Yeah, well, the thing is, yeah, Sweet Tooth. That's the one. Sweet Tooth's van. Oh man, I, can't, I, I totally forgot the name of it. Um, Sweet Tooth. That's the name of it. It's like a. There's a game called Twisted Metal. Um, and basically, it was like you get ten cars, they get guns on them and stuff like that, and you have to go around, and you have to shoot each other. It's a bit like Destruction Derby. Um, mm. and basically. If you completed the game or something, or you done something, you got the really rare car. Mm-hmm. And Ant's gone. <laughs> oh, bam! What happened? What happened to uh, Ant? I wonder if the computer just uh, blue screen on him again. Oh man! We'll just, no. we'll just continue the show. See, so yeah. at least I oh, messed up my back. camera. Too. He's back. Oh, sorry, my internet. <laughs> So at least, at least we know now it's ants in his pants. Really, should be called ants in his pants. It should be called internet his pants. Internet. There you go. But yeah, it was twisted metal, and you used to go around like blowing each other up, and it was a sort of couch co-op game you'd play with your mates back in the eighties or whatever nineties, um, and it was like a game that you'd always love to play, and you wanted to be sweet tooth. Um, but anyway, getting back to what we're saying, Destruction Derby was out on PlayStation. It was the first game like that. And it was well yeah. known for like techno music, so it'd be like, bah, 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 like proper techno, and you'd just be smashing into people. You'd be like, once the black smoke starts coming out of the car, you're like, take him out, he's nearly finished, take him. Out. You get extra points for finishing him off. But you'd go into a leaderboard, and the whole game was about winning this leaderboard of going through. Yeah. Like you had tracks like figure of eights, you had ovals, and then you had like mm-hmm. the 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 actual round ring, wasn't it? Where you just had an yeah. open ring, and you're just smashing into it, going then forwards and backwards. Sorry? Yeah, they're my favourite. They're my favourites. What, where you just go um, from one side to the other, just go forward all the way across and reverse all the way across? <laughs> yeah, but these ones have got, like, um, really high steep sides, so you can sort of, like, launch launch yourself up them. Oh, really? Like, back down to get the speed up, yeah. It's, it's, well, like it's a really half-pipe? Yeah, almost, yeah. Very much like like a half-pipe, yeah. yeah that's it's, what um, they got to do, man. they got to come up with like, another burn. What? The the more races you do and the more points, I'll say like in game currency you get, you can upgrade your cars, like do your armor up, build bigger, stronger cars and stuff. So, like, um, and then you can last longer and stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's good fun. Like, I recommend it. If it's still quite an expensive game considering how old it is, I think I was looking earlier. It's still going for about thirty five. Really? Pounds. Yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's pretty expensive still. Because um, I looked at it for a game to stream, and then I was sort of like, mm, I don't know if I want to pay that for it yet. So, you know, it's funny. I remember as a kid when I used to watch the Demolition Figure Eight. You ever see Demolition Derby with the Figure Eight, flat Figure Eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And the funny thing was uh, is that the best way to win in a race like that, and they all know this, is that you drive in reverse and don't drive yeah. forward because yeah, it's the, you the, don't the, the your end. engine up. Exactly, and you want to stay as long. I saw cars man with their whole rear end like shorn shorn, shorn off, and they're still running. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're so, it was like the craziest stuff. It used to be it so good fun, fun destruction derby, man. They used to have one yeah. in Wimbledon. I don't think they do it anymore. Um, but yeah, they do like limited edition ones where they're towing caravans and stuff like that. Yeah, quality. <laughs> pretty funny. Um, right, let's move on because it's getting late um, and we've still got a lot of stuff to get through. So that was all of the games, I believe. Um, we've covered all of the games for this week. Um, oh. Right, should we get into some questions? We've got a few questions to get through. Yeah. Um, if anyone in the chat's got any answers or anything, we'll read it out as well. Um, we'll do it the same as normal. I'll read the question out and then you two can give me your answers and I'll say my answer or whatever. Um, and the first question is from a guy called Ant with Bad Internet. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and he says, uh, like any, benef- any benefits of deleting my CPU? So can I just like, say how this question come about? So I was chatting with just Jordan, the community. Yeah. And he was telling me how he reckons he can drop his temperatures on his CPU by getting it deleted and re... Um, what was it? Where they put liquid metal on, yep. on the lid and... And I, I just didn't know how true that was and if it's actually worth doing or not. Yeah, yeah. So it is true. It is worth doing if you get it done properly, but don't you do it. No, I won't do <laughs> Because you, you are the most like... dangerous person with a PC component, especially to delid that. So basically what it is, you can, you can potentially... Um, you, I don't do it personally. I don't like it. Mm. You could potentially drop like 10 degrees or whatever. Um, by delidding it, and what happens is you delid it. So on your chip, you've got like the like the the uh, silicon bit, yeah, and then you've got yeah. a, you, you always see the metal square on the top, yeah, where you that's put it, your thermal yeah. paste on. Now that lid, that's just a thin piece of metal covering the chip, um, and that's actually uh, stuck on as well um, to the chip. So it's got like a thermal between it as well. But the thing is, to delid it, you need to get a special tool, and what you do is you put the chip in the tool. And then you wind it, and you wind it, and you wind it, and it cracks it off. Um, and then yeah. what you do is you use uh, liquid metal on there, and it's just the same as what you'd normally do. But liquid metal goes on. But the thing is, there's, there's, if you don't do it perfectly, you make it worse. And the mm. thing is, for me, it's not designed to be used like that, um, so I wouldn't use it like that. Um, okay. As well, you need to put people don't realize you need to change the liquid metal on there quite a lot. Like, so every six months, you need to redo it. Um, and I actually have seen, like, I don't do it to mine because I think for the gains you're potentially going to get, you've you've got more headache than it's worth, especially for the average person to do. Now, I could do it, but then for me to do it, you've got to realise, I do these computers, like these really high-end builds for customers. Now, I don't want someone to have a computer which potentially is going to come back to me over something I didn't even need to do in the beginning. You know, yeah, yeah. it's not like I can't get the temperatures down enough where you can't play the, the fastest games on the highest uh, stuff. Like, yeah, I, I might be doing a bit of um, uh, encoding a video or something like that, or a bit of graphics or whatever, or like Premiere Pro, and my, my CPU will get hot. It will get up to like 80, 90s. But the point is, is it worth taking the risk to get that down a lot of people do it but i just think it's just more hassle than it's worth for that yeah, temp- like for that temperature drop because when you get that temperature drop all you're going to do is overclock things more yeah you know you're just tightening the strings more and more and more on your pc and especially for someone like you Ant, 
I see your cable management. I see the, I see the, I see your computer trying to get that processor in the wrong way round. D-Lidding's not for you, man. I didn't do a bad job with the tubes, though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, your tubes are good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Just don't force the processor in with your thumb. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not something I was going to do myself. Um, he said that he knew someone that can do them for about 20 quid, I think he was saying. So, uh, yeah, you can do it. And it's probably low risk to do. But for me, I just, I just don't see the point of doing something um, for the sake of getting a little bit of gain when it's not really that worth it. You're going, it's a lot more hassle than it's worth in my eyes. Yeah, to be honest, I don't see that I need to do it. Um, it's not like my, any games are struggling to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Comic Clown says leave it to an engineer. Lol, I'll mess with your metal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not, that's you, not all uh, you mess with. Nick, I read something one time and I don't think it's called delitting but what they were doing is they were taking the chip and at the bottom uh they were they were using like a fine a super fine uh sandpaper whatever you want to call it it's a special tool again yeah. and they were slowly sanding off the the metal until it got down to be such a thin thin layer that it would actually cool off better as well i forget what the process exactly was called but it's painstaking because you got to actually sit there and sand this down sand this so down so they're taking down, the chip and instead of de-lidding it completely, they're filing the metal from like one mil to like 0.5 so that right. the heat comes through quicker. Right, exactly. And and I said that some people that can actually do it with the right tool, well, we're getting interesting results by doing that. But you got to be so perfect and get it down to the, to the exact micro layer because if you go too far, you can mess it up. See, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't either, but it's just kind of cool that they actually could... You know, Obviously, people like try like like you might see on like Linus Tech Tips or saying someone do something like that, but that's yeah. for an experiment to have a little piss about and be like, look, can we get better temps by doing this? Can we do that? You get some people that that have um, like water jetted onto the back and it's sealed, so there's there's no no there's no contact whatsoever, or it's like with the the uh, oil or whatever. But the point is, why? Like, I can't be bothered to keep fixing things. So for me, it's like, I, if my computer's built, I just want it to be the most reliable it can be. I don't. It's like having a Ferrari and then saying, like, there's a Ferrari. Right, now let's tune up this Ferrari to the best it can be for to the inch of its life of blowing up just because we want to see what it can do. And I just think, what's the point? It's already super fast. It's going to beat everything else. What's the point? That's my take, anyway, but it's up to... I like, think the like, only thing that... That I would like to do that is kind of cool if you could do it, you know, reliably. Is the guys that do the liquid nitrogen cooling? I don't want to me, do that's that. Kind of, I think that's cool. I would like to be able to have a liquid nitrogen AIO or something. Do you know that all would... the people that do the liquid nitrogen? You do realize they get a four five hundred pound motherboard. Yeah, mm. they'll get a thousand pound pre bin chip. They'll put that on there with a liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And a lot of them, they'll just break, throw it away, get another one. Break, get another yeah. one. And I just think, oh, yeah. I, I personally, this is my take on it. Other people might think different. But my take on it is, there's a lot of people out there that would give their like arm or leg to have a 500-pound motherboard. And this guy's just yeah, pouring exactly. liquid nitrogen into it and chucking it away to get a number <laughs> on screen to go on better than the next guy. And I just think it's just a waste of like resources yeah, I mean, that I people in a fantasy world, if you could actually capture it into an AIO or something, that would be cool. 
I, I enjoy we... watching those videos, though. I enjoy watching people push technology to the absolute limit. Yeah, it's fun. Just once in a while to see something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah but it's I like mean, RAM. Be... You're getting RAM now that are getting overclocked to like seven, eight gigs. Like, uh, it's crazy, you know? Like RAM oh, hey. going that fast. It's cool, though. I mean, just to see what you could do sometimes to push the envelope. But yeah, anyway. That's... It's like, have you ever, did you ever used to watch... Um... Oh, what's the car program with Jeremy Clarkson? I can't remember what it's called. Top Gear? Yeah, do you ever watch Top Gear? Yeah. Like, he used to piss me off in that as well. Like, he's like, look at this car. This is an Evo 6. We took it off a drug dealer. And I think, yeah, you took that off a drug dealer because he's bought that car with his drug money. We're going to crush it with a giant ball or a tank. And I just think, why crush it? That guy's put, like, a million, like, whatever into it. Like, he's put, like, 30, 40 grand into that car. Give it away as a prize. No, you're going to crush it. Like, it's just stupid. Break it down and give parts away to people. But no, it's going to chuck it in the bin and crush it up. And it's just the same thing, man. It just annoys me. It's a waste, you know? Yeah, have over. you seen the crazy things like this before? <laughs> that you might have liked? Just yeah, really never funny. Yeah, but you never seen a crazy stunt like that before and, and liked it for some reason? Nah, I just don't like wastage. Just curious. But right. Anyway, anyway, I hope that that done your CPU lid in. Um, if anyone's got the other answers, let us know. Man, I'm getting like a bunged up nose as we talk. Like it's getting more and more bunged. I'm like, hello, hello. My voice is getting worse. You? Sorry. <laughs> you want me to read out the question for no, you? No, it's all good. So the next next <laughs> one is from Falcor, and he says, uh, "All in one question, which is an all in one is a radiator like a." Uh, an ecosystem of water cooling, but it's sealed, it's safe. Uh, you just bolt it in and it works. All the water's sealed in there, it does it itself. That's what an all-in-one is. Do you think there's a difference from pulling air off or through a radiator? When, Falco, you're in the chat. Basically, are you talking about whether that, that hot air goes out or whether you suck the cold air in? Is that what you're talking about when you say pulling off or through? Now, if that is what you're talking about, some everybody's going to tell you different things everybody's going to have their own ways of doing it wherever your radiator is yeah doesn't matter where it is on the computer front back top side bottom if you've got a radiator in your computer you want to be pulling the air from outside the ambient temperature in because what you don't want to do and it doesn't matter where it is because the air like my computer here i've got a radiator at the back of the computer with three fans and three fans on the back so it's got six fans on that rad that's at the back of the computer, pulling in from the backside. And then I've got a radiator at the top, and that's pulling the air down in. A lot of people might look at that and go, oh, why has he got the air coming in from outside, coming down? And the thing is, it'll always get positive pressure where it pushes the air out. So the air on mine gets pushed out the bottom, and it gets pushed out the back. But the thing is, you always want to have your air coming outside in if it's a radiator. So traditionally, if you've got an air-cooled machine, you're going to have the, the cold air coming in the front, Graphics card, CPUs getting hot. That air is going to then rise. So you're going to have it coming in the front and then going out the back at the top and at the top. So the air comes in and goes out because heat naturally rises. If you've got a radiator, you don't want that happening. Because what's going to happen is if you've got your top rad blowing the air up and out of it, you're going to be taking the heat from your graphics card and your CPU, which the radiator is just cooled. And then you're putting that heat straight back through the radiator again, heating it up again. And you're going to get a vicious circle of heat building and what's going to happen is it's going to get hot from the CPU and from the, the heat rising. 
The water's then going to go around, meant to be getting cooled, but then the hot air's going through, reheating the heated pipes. Do you know what I mean? Do you two get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had, uh, I think I had this conversation with you before, even when I was down with you at the weekend, because the way I'd always thought of it is I want the hot air pushed out the top of the case because it's naturally going to rise in the case. But the way you explained it to me kind of made sense. So it made me rethink the way that I'd done my case. Yeah, because you're technically taking the heat from your graphics card, which is really hot, from your CPU, and then that heat's building up in the case. But then, like he says there, you're exhausting it out through your rad. With that air's hot going through, then it's just going to make that that water inside a little bit hotter. When it goes back into the CPU, it's that little bit hotter that it's making it more hotter and it's going around, it's getting a little bit hotter. If you've got the air coming down in and in the front or wherever it is at the bottom, at least it's all ambient temperature outside, all coming in, wherever it's coming in, it's keeping them, as long as it's going through that rad, it's taking the heat away from the components and you don't get the build up inside so much. Um, but let me see what he says uh, in the chat. He's mounted it to the front where the intake fans are, so it's pulled through it. Yeah, so if you can technically get your rad on the front, then you can have the traditional way of doing it. The heat coming through, like the, the cold air coming through the front, and then the heat goes up and out. That's the best way if you can do that. If you can't do that, like on my my case, is a glass case. So the front panel where your front panel is bringing it in, if I was to put my rad there, it'd be against a solid piece of glass. So I can't do that. So what I have to do is I've got it, cold air just gets pulled in through the top and through the back and then it builds up in the case and it, the pressure pushes it out the, the back piece and all the way through the bottom. And, it, and I can literally put my hand here and I can feel the heat coming out the front um, because if it builds up inside, it's always going to go out of an exit wherever it can. Um, and I did actually design like an idea design for a jet would be like a little server fan, like a little jet one. That when it hits like really hot, like if I'm rendering or saying, it comes on so fast, the fan, that it literally jets up for a second and it pulls all the heat out, um, which works well. So yeah, uh, Jammer says, uh, so don't use a rad and his exhaust. Yeah, definitely don't do that because it will heat up your machine and it'll be much worse. So I have a quick one. Uh, I, have a, I have an offshoot oh. question. To that. What's the, the thing where people say, well, if you really want to cool down just pull the side of your, your uh, case off that's yeah. it you're cool yeah is you can do that, that well obviously it's true because it's not holding the heat in there is it right if you've got yeah, a sealed, if you've got a sealed bench. box of a couple of holes in it and then you heat it up the heat builds up in that box if you take the side off then the heat's just going to disperse because there's nothing holding it in there but you don't want to have your computer with the side off all the time do you well that depends on where the computer is well, you could do that. Um, Jamma says, is push-pull that much more effective than just pushing or pulling? Now, this is uh, a bit of information that's never been proved by anyone. Um, they say it's better to have push and pull. So basically what push and pull is, I don't know if you know about this, Ant. So on your yeah, radiator, yeah. you can have uh, fans both sides or you can have yep. it one side. If it's on this side, then it's going to be pulling it in. Or if it's on that side, it's going to be pushing it through. Um, either of them is pretty much the same but then I don't know I've never tested I can't be bothered to test it to be fair is it not recommended for the thicker radiators you know when you get like the 60mm radiators to have it on push-pull because the standard fans it could be because it might push it and the air slows down as it gets halfway through Um, I've got on my computer right now I've got six fans on one rad push-pull and I've got four fans on the other rad push-pull and 
I find that just having that extra fans on there, I can't tell you if it's better for heat dispersion, but I can tell you that air goes through a lot faster because one's pulling the air from outside into the rad and then the other one's taking the air from inside the rad and pushing it away. Um, well, what you could do is a test near because you could unplug the three of the fans or five of wouldn't be an effective that. test because then you've got fans blocking mm. that are switched off they're blocking the fan air coming through and I've definitely not taken all that water cooling out just to take like no, six no, no. fans off no, <laughs> <that> would <be laughs> good. but yeah I would recommend if you can fit push pull in your computer and it looks nice um, then definitely do it if you put push pull in and it's it's like really tightly compact I don't think you're going to see an advantage because the air is going to get, it's not going to have enough free space to move around. So then just go with one, one set of rads on there. Right. I hope that fixes that for everybody. Um, we've got one more question we're going to do tonight because the other questions are going to take long and that's from Lee Man City. And he says, uh, if you was on a desert island and you could only take one game with you to play, what game would it be? Go on, Ant, you go first. Does it even need an answer? Football manager, man. Oh, man. Why do we even ask him? Lee Man City. He's got a name like Man City. He's probably the same, man. Man, go on, Gray. Uh, you, you don't want me to... You already know the answer. Uh, Witcher too. 3. Why are we asking these questions when it's just so basic? Man. We're possibly Doom. Uh, you know, right, right the, look, and I'm behind. taking XCOM or um, Transport Tycoon. Yeah, that was predictable, too. So I don't think we even needed to ask this question. I think you know Man City. <laughs> But yeah, uh, guess what, people? That brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thanks oh, for really? all the subs, uh, all of the um, bits, uh, all the everything everyone's helped out. The, uh, what do you call them? The raids or what, what are they called? Oh, I can't remember. Why what? am I so crap with remembering stuff lately? Hosts. Raids, all the hosts. Host. All the hosts, yes. Yeah, all the followers. Hopefully, I'm sorry about the bells ringing in the background. We never um, heard them. It was annoying you a lot. I though. could hear it definitely, man. But um, yeah, I just want everyone to know tomorrow I'm going to be streaming from 12 o'clock midday UK time. Um, I'll either be doing Fall Guys or New World, or we might switch halfway through. Um, and with that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. I appreciate everyone coming in. Put some questions in the podcast room if you want any questions for next week. Or you can do requests with games and stuff like that. Um I've had a few people send me some games recently to test out and stuff like that to to uh, actually get on a pod. So if anyone ever wants to do that, you can do that. Um, hold on for the raid, everybody. We're going to raid somebody else with the 12 viewers. It'd be good to give someone another 12 viewers for a minute or two. Um, and apart from that, thanks for you coming on. We'll see you next Thursday. I'll see you all tomorrow at 12. And apart from that, thanks a lot. Stick for the raid. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Later. Haters. Bye. <laughs> I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flame in your heart In my heart I have but one desire And that one is you, no other to do